city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 27. So, when last we left you, Zalaras and Dane had told you that there were things shifting in the winds, and that the spirits of the city were calling to her. That your old enemy, Gadrin Lamb, was stirring. Mm-hmm. And that he was stirring up the wildfire of plague. Uh, you had a bunch of harrow readings. You learned things. Mm-hmm. Some of you got harrow points. Others of you got kicked repeatedly in the face. Mm-hmm. Again. A good story. Uh, you have been asked to go attend a formal announcement that Queen Eliosa is making. Uh, along the way, you got asked to escort Ishani Datri, the little very nervous cleric of Avadar, who apparently has been sent as the representative of his church because, well, the archbishop didn't want to go out into the play. Um, there was the unwashed masses, mm. as they are described here, were at, um, at the Church of Avadar. Uh, and they mobbed Flora with their unwashed mass hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flora washed those masses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Flora washed the masses good. The city cast masses unwashed. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, that's kind of awesome. Well, that paragraph. For some reason, these these paragraphs are all um, entitled with things, and that one's the unwashed masses. Mm-hmm. The one where Ashani tells you what's going on is the healer's hands, and Ilios's announcement is called First Do No Harm. Hippocratic mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oath? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just, I was taking my brain what it was, and I was like, yeah, of course, yeah. I suspect that was I'm tired face, not I don't get it face. <laughs> Alright, so it is uh, by my reckoning, having lost my calendar notes between this session and the last. Uh, I make it the 16th of Eristus 4720. Sounds about right. Um, a few days after the founding festival. And you have been gathered together for this announcement. As I say, it's a who's who of Corvosa. Everyone who's anyone is here. There are platoons of troops out here of all varieties and natures. GM is going to die from talking. Uh, GM is going to get himself something to drink. Yeah, I was going to make the offer too, but as he's already gone off and moved over. I don't need your help. Coincidentally, I've just been watching a YouTube video about the Spanish flu. <laughs> the mild version killed one out of ten people in the trenches. 
a mild version, before it was mutated by mustard gas. Okay. And Iliosa has stood up before the assembled crowd and said, I'm sorry to tell you, but to make official what we have all feared is true. Corvosa is suffering from a plague. And there's a brief pause and several sort of noises from the crowd. Nobody seems alarmingly surprised by this announcement. It's it's becoming increasingly obvious. Um, however, people still sort of look at each other and fidget and wonder what's going to happen next. Um, uh, says, I've asked you to come here today as concerned nobles, commanders of our guards, prominent citizens of our city, members of our churches, and others who have to do all they can to combat this plague. And I have had I have received information a week ago that this may be occurring, and have taken steps. And that gets more of a watermelon, watermelon, watermelon from the crowd. Watermelon. <laughs> Not familiar with that one. Uh, it's it's how directors get direct people in crowd scenes. We want to have a loud, angry, a loud crowd that's making a lot of generic noise. Yeah. You get them all to say watermelon. Because them all doing it out of synchronicity produces that... Okay. And you need to tell the crowd to say something, and when you're directing a crowd of extras, you can't have some of them saying, F you, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So they get directed to say, watermelon, watermelon, orange, orange, watermelon, watermelon. Okay. There you go. So here's just so measure your crowd noise, they go... Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Um... And people can actually get a sense motif check here if they so desire. Motif? Yeah, not motive. You need to sense the themes of the adventure. Ugh. And hold wise. Ooh, 18. Uh, or strength wise, actually, whichever favours you more. Uh, I sense motive a slightly more. <laughs> um, 23. Okay, so at a, at a 10 you will get several people in the crowd surprised, several people are not. At 15 you get, it's mostly the members of the nobility here that seem kind of surprised by this. <laughs> like they've been left out of this decision making process mm-hmm. and feel like they should have had more of it. Uh, Gloria Alacona is amongst them looking, you know, shocked and appalled by this. At a 20, yeah. uh, Gloria Alacona is amongst them looking shocked and appalled. Ah, this. okay. Um, he's in fact been engaged somewhere in this decision-making process already. Yeah. And clearly Iliosa's actually been doing things because she's got a group of people behind her that are very obviously doctors of some kind. Yeah. Uh, the Grey Maidens take this as nod, nod, our wise queen is doing things well. The Hell Knights sort of stand there and passively in glare, and the Arconavar armsmen actively look grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Poor them. (laughs) Just can't wait for our boss to be king. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, they do remind me of hyenas. (laughs) And... She says, let me, tell you, let me tell you what will happen in the days to come. 
I would like to introduce you to Dr. Renier. And she gestures to somebody standing off to the side. And a vaguely handsome, learned gentleman with a long sword cane sort of steps forward. Long coat. He looks chalish. He looks reasonably well-bred, well-educated, all that sort of thing. Oh, cute. Cute. <laughs> I suppose he is actually moderately attractive. Lucy calls it like she's. <laughs> he steps. He steps forward. He is not wearing. He is not wearing a plague mask or anything yeah, even okay, around his it. neck. <laughs> he steps forward, taps his cane once politely on the ground, nods, and hands the uh, spotlight immediately back to Iliosa, um, who. Dr. Renier is a specialist in plagues and diseases from Chelyax who has been recommended to me. I have asked him to take charge of the operations in the city regarding containing and ultimately curing this plague. To this extent, Dr. To this extent, Dr. Renier will be forming, forming a hospital which the Arcona family have generously donated a substantive building for. And Gloria Arcona looks very smug and smiles. So that's why you're on the know. <laughs> Let it be known here, by royal decree, she stops and a crier steps forward and unrolls an official piece of paper, <laughs> uh, which I will pull up on Discord for you if desire, and reads out... By decree of Her Royal Majesty, the Radiant Queen Iliosa I, all citizens and members of Corvosa are to aid and admit the newly established Queen's, Queen's physicians in this time of urgency. These royal agents will extend healing to the sick and organize defense against the splitting, spreading affliction known as Blood Veil. They are to be permitted access to any building or home they deem necessary in the course of their duty. All those suffering from disease and disorder may choose to submit themselves to the physicians for treatment. To aid in the duties of the Queen's physicians, know that the Order of the Grey Maidens will provide military support as needed and as accompanied by other military services of Corvosa as required. These maidens maidens in this force will answer directly to the Crimson Throne and will be called upon as necessary to augment and strengthen the peace if the Corvosan City Guard will not suffice. Impeding or distracting the duties of the Queen's physicians or the Grey Maidens is punishable by imprisonment. Impersonating one of the Queen's physicians is punishable by death. Knowingly harboring or hiding the infected is punishable by death. Purposefully spreading the blood veil is punishable by torture, then death. The Queen's physicians will be making rounds of the city districts henceforth until Her Majesty deems this misfortune abated. Hubbub hubbub goes up from the crowd. Iliosa lets this run on for a minute and then stands up again. And she says, The Queen's physicians will, at the Crimson Throne's expense, provide healing to anyone who seeks it out as best they can in these conditions. The Hospice of the Blessed Maiden Hospital is already established and will be opening its doors shortly. Each individual church within the city will, be by, will by, by Corvosa's charters and their own sovereignty, be permitted to provide healing to the sick or not as they see fit under their own charters and laws. However, and she goes to step away from her and then stops this. However, 
and looks over to Octavia Mandrades <laughs> in this. I think at this time it would be advantageous for everyone here to have a clear understanding of where our churches stand. <laughs> Lady Mandravius, why don't you step forward and speak for the Church of Asmodeus? Oh, shit. Holy it out. Down. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Octavia is much too sophisticated a politician to be over-rattled by this. People who look hard for it will see her sort of blink a couple of times. She wasn't expecting to be called up here. On the other hand, this is not going to rattle her entirely. Uh, she steps up, looks down at the crowd. The Church of Asmodeus will do as it always has. It will look after its own. <laughs> oh, she's so cold. <sighs> it, Iliosa looks out across the crowd. I call for Archbishop, Archbishop Tuttle to come forward to speak for the Church of Abadar. There's a brief pause and Ishani comes forward, approaches... Looks like he's about to be shot full of crossbow bolts. leans in, whispers something to the queen. She just nods quite calmly, says something back to him. Ishani Dach- Cleric Ishani Dachri, representing the Church of Abadar. He says, uh, um, I, I, but by, by Abadar's tenants, Abadar will provide healing to all, all who seek it for, for, for as long as we can. Uh, fair or foul, uh, any who can pay the price will, will be found uh, suitable for... for Healing. Eyes sort of dart from side to side. Um, bishop Kapara de Bear. The bishop steps up, looks at the crowd. I. It is likely that our streets are about to become very full with dead. <clears throat> and it is at this time that the Church of Phrasma is most stretched. We not only need to worry about healing the living, but also preventing the dead from spreading their own sicknesses or walking the streets of the city again. The Church of Phrasma's responsibilities at this time in, in the state of Corvosa must be to the dead. We will look to our own wardens, and we will as ever keep the city safe and the grey pacified, but we will not be providing public healing. And several more people step up from the pantheon of the many, and all of them pretty much express the same thing. Literally, the clerics they have, one of them stands up and says, I cannot channel sufficient divine power of Aristotle to actually heal diseases. I am not a healer by training. I can help people, but there's nothing... Like I can help console people, but there's nothing I can actually do. Several more people step up and basically express that they will be providing healing... Mostly, off the most mostly mostly you know for charges for enough charge for them to live by, mm. but you're talking about like a scattered handful of people here as opposed to any sort of organisation yeah. behind them. And Iliosa, thank mm. you. That will be all. If anyone has any further ideas or wishes to speak further on helping the city at this time, please approach me. She looks slightly distracted, and for the first time, her, her mask sort of cracks a little, and she rubs her eyes quite tiredly, and then realizes she's sort of still up in front of everyone, and straightens back up. That will be all. Commanders, looks to a couple of people in the crowd in, in the heavy uniforms, pass these orders to your troops and make it clear that the obligations that keep peace within the city 
We will not allow our own populace to make this situation any worse than it already is. Dismissed, calls out Sabrina. <laughs> and people start moving away. And people start milling around. Most of the army commanders pretty much just take this at face value, go out and start telling the troops what's happening. Um, Dr. Rainier is up the front. He has um, about a dozen people with him. Uh, all wearing those... I showed you this picture last week, I believe. Yeah. <coughs> mask. Just a standard plague mask. Yep. Yeah. Which it, actually work in this universe. It is a plague mask. It's that sort of big beaked hook thing yeah. with glass lenses on. Mm. Um, and most of you probably wouldn't know what they are. Flora, you'd know basically you stuff the nose with herbs and that sort of thing and it, it supposedly keeps diseases away. You've never really had the opportunity to use one. Um, these ones, however, are all crimson red. They have clearly been designed... Um, Oh, sorry. They're not actually built this way. They have been painted crimson red to make them very distinctive and obvious. So they're clearly the sign of the Queen's physicians, one of the things. Okay, and this scene breaks down. People can wander around. You can go approach whoever you like. Everyone that you can think of is probably here. I'm going to go talk to Eliosa. Yep. And yeah, I want to come along and talk to Iliosa yep. as well. Yep. So anyone um, who wants to come is welcome. Yeah, sure, I'll come. Yep. I'm not hiding what I'm doing, so... Okay. I think, uh, uh, we, we yeah, if, if multiple people are going to approach the same NPC, unless you want to explicitly have a very private conversation with them, they'd rather you all did it at once. Yep. Yeah, yeah so you, you all approach mm. Iliosa... Uh, and, of course, somebody beats you to it. Yeah. Gloria okay. Arcona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is already, like, she yeah. walks down from her little platform and he's standing at the bottom of the stairs waiting for he her. He has teleportation spells. <laughs> like, he must have teleportation. And you move in, and and she she's just sort of looking very tired, like she's been organising hospitals and doctors for a week quietly in the background, and is, is listening to him and blinking her eyes slightly. And... As you approach, he, you know, puts a hand on her shoulder and he says, I'm only thinking of your own good here, Your Majesty. The people will blame the Queen that failed to prevent this plague. Perhaps it would be better for all if, even temporarily, a more competent leader would step up, someone with more experience oh in managing gosh. these widespread matters. I'm thinking purely of your personal well-being here. At, at that point, I'm going to walk up and interrupt him. Yeah. Um, Your personal well-being. It's so important to me. Feel free to yep. jump over there. Excuse me, important. Your Majesty. I need to talk to you. And it's very important. Much more important than whatever you are talking and, about. And Iliosa looks at you. Of, of course, I'm always willing to hear I'm, I'm always very invested in hearing the wise words of such a competent and skilled healer. Lord Arcona has just been advising me that I need more competent advice. So I'm, I'm delighted to talk to you and Flora yeah. sort of just shuffles away in front yeah. of Arcona yeah. who, who looks at this and just kind of goes and, and steps kind of politely just behind Flora and behind your little group. He doesn't go away. Oh, yeah. He's still there like a batsman. I can hear what I want to say. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. I just want to <laughs> interrupt him. Um, your Majesty, as you know... I have some healing magic 
and healing capacity. If you will it, I would join either the hospital or your physicians and help the city. Um, and she nods this. I expected that would be the case, to be honest. Uh, Dr. Renier. Dr. Renier calls out, you know, gestures. Paige runs over and grabs him. Uh, Dr. Renier comes over to... Uh, what you will notice is that he has his little cane with him. He is wearing quite thick, heavy gloves. And he keeps his hands behind his back. And Iliosa says to him, Dr. Renier, I would like make like to make known to you, uh, Miss... She would be okay with this. So Miss Iona Serum... Uh, she she is a skilled healer within the city, and Doctor Renier looks at you. Not to <coughs> Pleasure to meet you, Miss Seren. You'll excuse me; I don't shake hands. Uh, this is fine. Part of my profession. <laughs> yeah. He, you you are a healer. Yes. Excuse me, but in times like this, it is best to know. What would you do if, and asks you sort of three or four reasonably intelligent, how would yeah. you treat several vaguely esoteric symptoms? You can answer all these questions, no problem. And he nods, completely satisfied with these answers. The rest of you here, gobble, 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 <laughs> Chinese, yeah. Chinese. Lupus! <laughs> Lupus, that's right. <laughs> Lupus is the answer to everything. And he nods and he says, as I say, we have established the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden in St. Elphie's name. We'll be taking all patients there. It, all patients we can there. It won't be enough to cope with the influx in the city. I have enough doctors to man the hospital. I would prefer to keep independent agents like yourself outside of it, working, working, in, their, working in their own circles. You will know better who in Corvosa needs treatment. You will have a more trusted name and a more trusted face that many can go to. If that is your wish, then that is how I will act. Yeah. Not uh, none, nonetheless, you know, should should we need you if, if events worsen? Uh, yeah. Details, <coughs> details, details, details. Not, not. Thank you. Gloria fidgets at the back, looking for a little opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, the rest of us have sort of formed a wall from where Flora Bud. No, I, I would actually walk towards Gloria Kuna and then stumble deliberately and then fall into sounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which he will instinctively catch <laughs> yeah. you with this because he's. There, there, my dear. Oh, you really should be more careful. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 Oh, you're so evil. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. He's not going to miss that catch. <laughs> and he immediately strains you to his credit. Keeps his composure pretty well here. Strains you. I see. Uh, <clears throat> well, if you'll excuse me, Your Majesty, I have a great a great deal of business to be about. <laughs> if, if you will, and she just sort of... Of, of course. Dick, 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 goes off. You see him... Well, way to use the blood to your advantage. You see him gesticulating to somebody else who is off to the side, and he points back at you and makes this coughing gesture. He's now several dozen metres off in the crowd. Points back at you, makes a coughing gesture, makes a scratching gesture of his invisible rashes, and the, the guy talking to him, who looks like a polite young man, nods, sighs, opens his medical bag and begins examining him. This is not one of the doctors that's mm-hmm. working publicly. This is... Presumably Arcona's own personal hired yeah. physician. Yep. 
I mean, he's not going to die from it, but you gave him the spooks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's a great way to stop people talking to you yeah, in this, yeah. in this yeah. picture. Go cough some blood for him. Thank you, Majesty. Um, sorry, yeah. to, sorry to interrupt while you're so busy in that, but is there anything we could do? Flora can help heal people because, you know, she's got, um, she's got oh, that kind of ability. But is there anything the rest of us could do? We think it might be Gadrin Lamb who's behind all this. Um, you, you, um, are you doing that one in front of Dr. Rainier? Or are you going to um, him? If he's wandering off, then I'll do it after he's wandered off. If he's staying put, then I'm okay to he, do it. He is, in fact, still attending. I'm, I'm fine. To, I'm fine. I, okay. I drop my voice, not really to stop him hearing, but to stop um, people, people outside. Okay. The... You will just see the slightest eyebrow go up. But like a good physician, he just stands there and listens to all the information. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, I see. We know he was. We know from Wolf's journal and that that he was. Worshipping, you know, the pallid princess. And at that, Dr. Rainier sighs deeply and sort of rubs his eyes <laughs> slightly tiredly. Ah. You suspect this is an engineered plague? Seems. It's the sort of thing he might do if he's got. And we ran into kind of a simulcrum golem thing of him. And it went on and on about his new patrons and how everyone in the city was going to pay and stuff like that. It might not have been, you know, it might just have been mad or whatever, but... Also, there's what happened at the bank. How the bank seems to be headed particularly hard for no apparent reason. If it was spread deliberately, people might have started with places like the Church of Abadar. Where all the money gets circulated. Rainier sort of nods at this. Certainly a possibility. It is also possible that their clerics being available to everyone who can pay are the most unlikeliest to be exposed to the sick. We don't know if it's true or not. We were just worried. Would be interested in viewing this journal at at your earliest convenience. Sure, I'll um, I'll give it to you after the party. Like, like. So basically, we not everybody is looking at us. Sort of thing. And he, he says, do. Sorry, he he he. No, he says, if this plague has been deliberately spread, then it becomes all the more urgent and all all the more urgent and all the more difficult to find a cure. Nonetheless, as I have said, Your Majesty, we will do what we can, but we are doctors, not miracle workers. Eliar sir, sort of nods unhappily at this. Renier just looks like he's absolutely expecting that response. <laughs> Just, um, I don't know if there's anything we can do to find stuff out for you or help calm the city or nothing. I know we're not, um, we're not exactly physicians except Flora, but we've done stuff in the past. Treat the ill. Treat the ill where you can. Keep spirits up. Keep trade going. Suppress, endeavour to suppress any panic, riots, gouging, or any of the other activities that will accompany this. Do what you can at your own best judgment. I trust it. Okay, thank you. And Jack is going to disengage at that point. If other people want to stay and talk to Leos, then they can. But Jack doesn't want to monopolise her time. And now that Arcona's off getting himself medicalised, he's not getting comfort. He's not getting in her way. Um, 
Yeah, you first. Right. I'm not totally difficult. I'm talking to uh, Sabrina next. Oh, okay. Um, so I was going to talk to Iliosa. Yep. Um, Iliosa, is there something that I can do um, potentially with um, banding some bards together and we can see if we can bring some spirit to the city? I'm thinking potentially once a week a, a concert or something or something like that. Something regular that people can go to to keep their spirits up. She nods. She nods at this. That makes a good amount of sense. Is it wise to gather? Is it wise to gather people that close? Is it wise to gather people that closely together? She sort of looks to Doctor Renier, who shrugs his shoulders slightly. People will pass about the city in contact with each other anyway. Bringing them together in a large group is not advisable, but it is completely unavoidable. In a city of Corvus's nature, I see no particular harm in this. It will not help heal the sick, but. Keep it, but keeping up the morale of the city is important in these times. Mm. My only concern is if this is an orchestrated um, plague, that if we do gather people together, that that makes a large group of people more vulnerable to a, an upgrade. I will make some. I will make some of my maidens available for what enforcers I can attain to ensure that such a, such gathering is not disrupted. Okay. So if I organise something on a regular basis, that will be suitable? Yes, please. Okay. Do, please do so, Silver. Okay, that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't ask anything else to say to the Queen. Yep. We uh, disengage from her. I'll have a quick word with Sabrina. Yeah. <coughs> Sabrina. Sabrina. If <coughs> any of the Korean maidens are... Uh, need work on their weapons or armor or just a place to rest for any reason during this plague. Please send them my way. Thank you. I'll make a note of it. I'll be doing so free of charge for the maidens. They're they're good ladies, but I wonder if they're experienced enough for this sort of thing. I've had months of training, but training is no natural real world work. However, we're all going to have to do what we can here. Aye. Good luck to you, Gar. Keep yourself safe out there. You do less. I just smile and wait for a second. Yep. And she's, <laughs> and I don't go she's got this deadly, stone-faced, serious look on that just cracks for that half an instant when she sort of... It's, it's the... No, no, no. Just as Garrett is as bad. If, if, if Lucy is up for it, I want to see if we can scare our Kona some more. <laughs> oh, you could have planned. Well, I'm technically like your personal physician, so I want to walk past him with you talking about how... Um, <laughs> yeah. Now the third stage of the play. And, 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 and you know, just, just, you know, just, just loud enough for him to hear. Oh. Oh he, my god, he, he is, are evil. He is there with a bunch of miscellaneous, um, what look like people in nobles' clothes, Arcona family members, presumably the assorted cousins and brothers and blah blah blah, including the three lovely young female Arcona yeah, yeah. cousins, who you think one of whom is guilty as sin of something. So, you can go, go to you. you willing. Um, so, not necessarily like arm in arm, but sort of more like doctor yeah. and patient. Yeah. Um, Flora will lead Lucy right past them and she'll start this conversation just as we get up to them. So, 
I know that it just ha the incident. You've only come down with the symptoms recently, but you are contagious from the moment you get them. You need to remember that, especially in a public setting. And as your personal physician, I will do everything in my power <laughs> to keep you as safe and, as possible and to help you throw this as soon as possible. And try to avoid skin-to-skin -skin contact. Oh, yeah. And you know it's best to avoid skin-to-skin skin -to -skin contact with literally everybody oh, but me. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you, you you see Gloria Arcona who's sort of got this little wall of guards, not not quite fending people off him, but just forming in a slightly imposing wall. There's a couple of people lining up to talk to him, and he's busily washing his hands <laughs> and he, he looks up, he hears this, and then he will he will you know, whisper to his doctor who whispers to the guards or whisper to other people, and the Arcona delegation just starts to sort of exit <laughs> There we are, that's one party who doesn't get to spend six hours haranguing the queen. Oh, yes. Oh my god. That was my opinion. Arcosa has left the building. Yeah, please get me to go home and take a bath and disinfect it. A bath and anti plague. <laughs> this is so much better. <laughs> this is too much. I was hoping yes for all the She would have been over the door without you, you doing the whole. Oh. I am feeling quite faint. Yeah, that was class. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Neither did he. Yeah, he thought he was being a gentleman. Yeah. And um, I will track down Dr. Ronaldo. Um, when Dr. Rania? Dr. Rania. Yep. And um, hand, hand over the, the journal. Yep. Um, he will make no effort to take it from you. It's not, like, copiously long or difficult. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll just hold up the, the yep. irrelevant pages. Uh, no, 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 as in he's not stealing it. Oh, yeah. He's perfectly happy to physically yeah. touch it. He's, yeah. he's got his big glove. He, 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 all he says is he doesn't shake hands. There doesn't appear yeah. to be anything actually wrong with his hands. It's just, given he's like a specialist in diseases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all he, he does all day is glass beakers. And he will take this... Every contact leaves a trace. You know, look carefully over it. Hmm. Hmm. I sort of cut out and burned all the pages about how he was actually making the disease columns. Um, but the... the Regrettable. But understandable. Mm. Oh my gosh. No, no. He, he understands. Sorry, but there's a lot of dodgy people up at the Kiatame in places like that. You could not know it or anticipate, anticipate this at the time. Thank you. I believe this, this will likely be of small help, but... Small help is but far better than none in these times. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help you track down cures or anything like that. Of course, miss. Alright. And um, I will go find Crisidia if she's still here. Oh, and yeah. uh, you would inherently know um, the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden, the hospital that he's open. Uh, the blessed, there's only one person who's the Blessed Maiden in Corbosa, that's St. Elica. Sweet. It is named after her. And, nice. and there are already half a dozen, you know, statue of the Blessed Maiden, end of the Blessed Maiden, blah blah blah, and Corvosa. This is now the hospice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I also want to talk to Cressidia. Cool. So. We, we, we happen to meet there at the same time after your um, Arcona baiting. <laughs> I'll, I'll There's turn, always time I'll turn for more to, like, Arcona. Turn to and Eliosa after that and be like. <laughs> Jack, Flora. What can I do for you? Just wanted to know if there's anything we I can do to help. Uh, we can do to help you. 
The Corvos and Guard will be stretched to the limits by this. Do what you can, where you can. The Queen has not authorized any further any any further reservists any further reservists employment. I believe she is keeping her money for the doctors and the hospice. She's keeping the taxes for the doctors and the hospice. Makes sense. And with her grey maidens, apparently we shall be enough to tackle this problem. Keep the peace as best you can. Report any violations of the law. Which <laughs> I'm sure Jack will get right on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I find anybody starting a murder for hire business, I'm totally going to If you find it. anyone else violating the law. Some laws. Yep. <laughs> well, you no. can only find yourself, can you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack isn't breaking any laws. Say, I cannot fight this plague. The coercion guard will do what it can to assist the new queen's physicians. We will all have to do what we can. Thanks. Mm-hmm. If you or the coercion guard need help of a medical kind, feel free to let me know. I'll certainly keep that in mind. And I'll send essentially the same. I'll go see him, but I'll give um, Mark Cedron the same message. Yep. Yep, this is officially designated business, so he's allowed to talk to you, even though it's not his last break. Here's some work time. But the good work time. All good. Yep. Um, can I quickly see her? I yes, just, just yes. want to catch up and see what he, how he's been doing since he got out of prison. Yeah, by all means. He is outside of this... Um, he, he was in here. He's left, to, he's left to go outside and give orders to his various platoons and that sort of thing. But finding him is easy. Mm-hmm. You wander outside. You track him down. Ah, Silver. What can I do, what can I do for you today? If you're in the mood to sign up, we always have room for good men in the Arcona Armsman. <laughs> not me. That's not my job. <sighs> had enough of that in the past. It's I in everyone's best interest to keep the city safe, organised, and keep our resources dedicated where they need to be. Yeah, fair, but there's also other things that can be done to help the city besides the besides enforcement. We do wear our strengths. My strengths are in the fancy. As you wish. I, the Icona Armsman will keep an eye on people of old Corvosa. Mm, I'm sure. Helson's been going for you since you left the prison. <laughs> he he shrugs slightly and sort of gestures around <laughs> the, the chaos erupting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's slightly organised chaos erupting around him now. And he says, I'm very glad that time of my life is behind me now. I'm finally back on, I'm finally back on the proper path. That's good to hear. Commanding the Arcona Armsman is a privilege, but one that I feel I'm amply suited for. Oh. And you've felt safe since you've left the prison? Of course. There hasn't been any any people who are aggressive about how you passed? Uh, No, not amongst the Armsmen at all. And, well, I have my own personal issues with the Presidia with. Yeah, actually, with Cressidia Croft as opposed to with Field Marshal Croft. Yeah, uh, she is nothing more than she she is nothing more than Ilios's puppet in this matter. She can't be hold, held entirely accountable for what her guards have been ordered to do. Oh, okay. Should I know about this? Hmm? 
the, it's he's got a grudge against Chrysidia because she's the one who sent us to arrest him. Oh, okay. So that's what what he's talking about. Okay. Yeah, and what the guards did that was bad originally was um, suppress the riots. Yeah, including the Hell Knights mowing people down and stuff. Yeah. Else, um, have you met back up with your your girlfriend? Even in this, he sort of smiles slightly and looks wistfully off into the sun. Off, off up to the sun. Yes, freedom is wonderful. Well, what's her name? Can I can I know that now, or is she still private? Diplomacy, diplomacy. There's nothing like diplomacy. Okay. Let's see if I can get another one of those eighteens. Oh, fourteen. Not as bad. Uh, so it's 24. Okay. So he will drop his voice. He, he, in fact, he, he, t- he tells you in a sort of very, la- in a loud and sort of chumbly fashion, I'm afraid I don't kiss and tell, you know. Pats you around the shoulder <laughs> like that. Leans in slightly. He says, you understand that it's rather awkward. Melia and I would prefer to keep things very private for her status. Ooh, interesting. That would be Melia Arcona, one of the three Arcona. Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh. And, 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 but it is, it is still going strong, and you're still close? We're talking about marriage. Several years down the track, of course. Oh, wow. When my status is suitable for someone of her grandeur. So when you've raised up in the ranks a little bit. He nods. This shouldn't take you too long. He smiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think at this point I've gotten as much information as I'm personally needing, so you're yep. probably going to gas bag for yep, another. Yeah, you gas bag. Yeah. Yeah, um, well handled. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. I think I've whittled enough information. <laughs> Anyone else have any particular um, claim or interest on the scene? Uh, just quickly checking if uh, Rosalie is here. Uh, yes, yes, she is. You yes. saw her earlier. Yes, yes. <laughs> <coughs> I would like to see her too. <laughs> when you head over, she is directing a bunch of Corvos and guards and handing out bits of paper to them and sends them off on her assignments. Looks around to you. Garden! Jack! There you are. Bradley! Uh, hiya, princess! Um. <laughs> Don't kill him, you're on duty. <laughs> it would be very bad form to pray that anyone, anyone at all died of blood veil during these difficult times. Oh, wow. <laughs> However, were people to call me princess, you would find that there will be bodies in the street, one way or the other. <laughs> Not all of them may be accounted for by the veil, but that is what it will be traced to. Do I make myself clear? Got it? You can't be diseased. Yeah, no, but if he fell over with a knife in his throat. Ah, now, lass, you know I have great faith in my lady Sarah Ray to keep me safe in this trying times. <clears throat> Certainly, during light places, she will keep you safe. In shadows, you may find less so. <laughs> Uh, Jack will <laughs> she says, you know, with a big shit-eating grin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at, at this point, Jack will elbow Garen. And he's like, how are you doing, Rosalie? Is everything okay with you and the, the guardsmen in your outpost? Oh, yes, yes. This all, um, it is all under control. I have some 
I, I have some news that I am have been mulling over. I have been offered a position uh, away from the guard in the Grey Maidens. They, are, they have a great many volunteers, far less in the way of competent commanders. Yeah, you'd be good be at an that. excellent opportunity to excel, but I would feel... I am not sure if this is the time. I would feel a little bad about leaving Field Marshal Croft. She is already shedding people left, right and centre to the Arcona Armsmen and the Grey Maidens. I think that might be smart. They're, um, the guards, guardsmen are pretty un, the guardsmen are pretty overworked at present. I know the, I can see why the Grey Maidens could need commanders, but the guardsmen need people, period. And of course the stable company, Poached Growl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least he's um, straightened himself out. Seducing him with shiny hippogriffs. <laughs> How are we supposed to compete with that? And the Grey Maidens have that armor. It does look pretty cool. It looks like it was specially commissioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, can't, I can't imagine who would have made them something like that. <laughs> is, oh, I know, it's lovely work. You know, it must be the dwarf's anvil that's doing that one. <laughs> oh. Aye, aye, it must be. And I'm sure they'll give you a nice, pretty dress armor. Emphasis on the dress. Yeah. <laughs> Should you choose to go with the maidens? Well, on the other hand, at least I would know that it would not fall apart ten minutes after wearing it. <laughs> no, no. Those joints are meant to be attached to each other, guy. I know you have been only smithing for a few decades. Whereas, but I, on the other hand, have the experience of a princess, I am told. Ah, ah, true. You do have the, you do have the experience of a princess. And the belly of, for liquor of what? Oh, Jack, did I ever tell you about this t- about the time that we were at the Black Cauldron? Oh, no, there's no need for a Black Cauldron story. It is very uninteresting, and we have a great many things to be doing. True, true. I'll tell you when you're a bit older, lass. But suffice to say, it includes a hedgehog, a jar of honey, and, well... Several, several. And it's not a suitable story for gnomes under 200. At that stage, I will be long dead. Welcome to it. By the way, if you're thinking about maybe joining the uh, maidens, hypothetically speaking, if you're still spending some time uh, with the... Was it the guard? Of course, the guard. With, With the guard... Maybe you could act as a sort of uh, a go-between between the two companies. Sort of integrate yourself a bit with them before you join. I think it's smart staying with the guard. Honestly, you'd be great in the Maidens, but you're not wrong about how demand um, Cressidia is. But it's up to you, of course. I mean, the Maidens do look pretty cool. Uh, if either of you actually want to argue strongly for or against her joining the maidens, this is your opportunity to roll diplomacy checks. Okay. Go diplomacy, go! Are we both going in different directions? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, oh, jeez, Adam. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> so, what was that? Oh, that's for the maidens. Yep, 26 diplomacy. Surely he gets a penalty because he's being such a douche to her. No, she seems she seems completely happy with this. Yeah, and she's doing exactly. In fact, 
You are, are welcome to roll me a sense motive check. Check, Jack. Garen, yeah. you pass this automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 18. Okay. So, she knows full well that he built the armor. Yeah. You know, okay. She knows all this shit. She's just told him, you know, go die of the plan. <laughs> yeah. And seems... Um, Completely unput out by any of this. This is just this is just their standard relationship. They yeah. just have that very abusive guy friendship <laughs> thing. Yeah. She may be a woman, but she's Sandra Visky's daughter. So yeah, yeah. She's one of the guys. Uh, what was your diplomacy, Joe? I got a tragic nine. Alas. <laughs> so it's on you when Christina is even tired this time we go to see you. Okay. You're trying to torment Chrysidia Corral. No. <laughs> All good? Yep. That wasn't very convincing, no. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, obviously he doesn't like the lawful character. <laughs> yeah. But he's a paladin. What is your problem with it? Uh, she's too far into normal... Too lawful, sorry. <laughs> too far into lawful? Yeah, yeah, she's definitely lawful with a big, well, big cap on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny part is I actually have to look up whether she's lawful good or not no. <laughs> it's probably lawful neutral I'd say yeah well lawful neutral tends to be more of a lean of the law is more important than the good mm. when you end up lawful good the good tends to be more important than the law yeah I think she's lawful neutral it's not consistent though yeah anyhow does anyone else desire anything else out of the scene or shall we move on no. okay rolling up so <coughs> this is probably another two hours before everyone finishes up and um, distributes here. Um, um, I think some of us, certainly me and I imagine other people, will make certain we stay until Ashani leaves yeah. so that we can walk him home. Yeah, that's yeah, what that, I assumed that, we're doing. That, makes, that, that actually makes a great deal of sense. Yeah, So you guys are hanging around to see Ashani and he looks <coughs> like he's drowning here shaking hands with all the nobility and I, I, yes I, I assure you that the, the Church of Avadar will, will look after you for um, for, for standardised sums if, if at all possible so I will join the, um, Ishani and, yep. and help him with his courage yeah, yeah. but yeah. surely the great work that House Jigari has done with the Church of Avadar should assure us some more discretion and interest from the church. Oh, uh, all must be treated equal in the master of the first vault's eyes. Everyone is, is important to the well-being of the city. Oh, of course, of course. But some are more equal than others. I don't think that's actually <laughs> what the tenants say. Um, but, but, but perhaps I'm wrong. Silver will come up and he'll, will, he will do his best. Yeah. Um, do I need to do an intimidator or a diplomacy or something? Uh, you can actually use intimidate for this. Oh, yeah, okay. Silver just glares. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, given given your training, this might just be the high noble snubbing. You don't actually overtly glare or threaten anyone. Yeah. You just know how to turn the conversation to you. you know, surely you don't need assistance with this, Lord Jagari, yeah. because that would imply that you're sad. You're you know you're kind of uh, so is it, it's intimidate, house. right? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, so twenty six. Okay, so you basically hang around Ashani for the next hour, and these yeah. people come up to you, and when they start getting the better of them, conversation. Yeah. Silver just sort of lets go a few little pointed, mm. su- very subtle, very yeah. cutting insults. Yeah. They back up yeah. <laughs> to the next group. I wouldn't be 
be surprised if Ashane just thinks that people are fortunately leaving him alone right before he gets right out of his death. <laughs> like he's grateful for Silver's company, but he doesn't realize the extent to which Silver's shielding him because it's such a subtle flow. There is this invisible wall around him all of a sudden. <laughs> like he's radioactive. Um, if it's not important, then fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what Silver does for the last hour is protects his shiny from the worst of it. <laughs> nice. Jack will yeah. hang out for Rosalie some bits and spend some time grazing assiduously at the buffet table. <laughs> and about three quarters of the of the people have cleared out here. You've only got really some of the lesser nobility hanging around who are mostly here trying to curry political points to be seen doing their the bit, even though they're, they're doing nothing but stealing the free food at <laughs> yeah. this point. Um, when there is a sudden hubbub at the gate and actually shouts of alarm and several rings of steel and this sort of thing, which immediately decreases, you know, 20 seconds later, people start heading over to check out what's going on, but it's, ha, something alarming is happening. Please don't let it be blackjack. Please don't let it be blackjack. Please don't let it be blackjack. So when you get over there... (laughs) Yeah, blackjack. There is a crossbow bolt. There are a couple of guards trying, bringing out ladders to climb up. There is a crossbow bolt embedded high above the gate of Citadel Volshenk, where this is taking place. Um, I think this was in Citadel Volshenk. Yeah, you said yeah, Citadel yeah. Volshenk. Um, what appears to be hanging from it um, is a piece, it is a copy of Blackjack's mask. It's just clearly a basic cloth-cut thing as opposed mm. to anything particularly important. But it's quite large, over-large, in fact. You know, so sort of three or four times the size, so it's very obviously hanging there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a note pinned with a crossbow bolt to the wall. And the guard are trying to climb up and retrieve it, which they will probably manage to do so very shortly. Mm-hmm. And a minute later or so, they bring it down. Um, Ilioso quietly comes over to check what's going on. And they unroll this note, and written in a very generic hand... It says, your machinations will not be permitted to cost the people of this this city their lives, my queen. I am always watching the games that are played. Huh? Man, Elios Sign is Blackjack. Elios should just get the blame for everything in this yeah, city. Yeah, of course. I, I swear, Blackjack must be part of our Arconas. <laughs> There's so much spite for the queen. It has to be, they have to be part of the Arconas somehow. Darren is trying to remember if he saw Griff at this announcement. <laughs> uh, in fact, yes, you did see Griff here, but he's gone when this happens. As I said, the vast majority of people have cleared out. Yeah, that means that I've never seen It still makes sense from Garth's point of view. He was definitely here with the Mandravius delegation. Yeah. Then they all left. And it's at least 20 minutes after that that this happens. He had ample time, time to sneak off, clamber around, <laughs> put his blackjack mask on. It's so not great. I know, but Karen is so convinced. You're going to be so fucked off when it is. <laughs> yeah, really not. I You're told you I had a plan. It was not cool enough to be blackjack. Of course. <laughs> Haven't you heard of a secret identity? <laughs> What's the point if all the ladies know that you're a dashing superhero who nope. saves people? <laughs> Haven't Would you, you heard like? of the fop? But I have a no. mask and... <laughs> I'm very good with no. my blade. <sighs> He's not Superman, you know. We I became a superhero to get girls. 
We have a game that we call, call, inevitably it, it calls girls to think we are cool upon girl, but we must cut Kento away from the dating scene, never to use our unfair and advantage. When you, Thank God we're pretty. When you wander off through the city, um, the town cry, the city criers are out across the street in every public location, crying out the same announcement that you have. This is getting nailed up in a large number of places. You would have to be blind, deaf, and dumb to miss what is happening here. So the Queen, it's essentially the Queen has established there's an order of royal physicians. Don't impersonate them. Don't hide the sick from them. Let them do what it is that they want to do. They have the backup and support of the guard to do as they please. Um, keep order, generally. That's about it. Okay. And then we are going to downtime. Yep. Oh, before you part with um, Asani, I want to buy a lesser restoration. Before we, um, assuming he has them available. Yeah, I mean we we are taking him back to the yeah yeah. But just bear in mind that the churches the the church is a bit of a plague. So uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, did, did, were you looking for, for something in, in the form of a, p- a potion that you could keep, or did you well, want me to, to cast some, something upon you? Now? Yes, I would love for you to cast. Well, I, 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 it, it probably won't ordinarily be the case, but I, I wasn't sure what the Queen would, would want of me, so I did keep all my, my spells in preparation. Yes. So I, <laughs> I, I suppose I can I, I can do that. Uh, uh, no, 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 no charge. Uh, pay, payment oh. for the for the I- I- escort. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, we would be okay to pay if you want. Yes, I, I can. I was going to pay it out of my personal funds. Uh, 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 no, I, I think I've, I've obviously inconvenienced you, and um, we should. Uh, fair value of if you, if you could just sign here that says you've escorted him to location X and back again in exchange for this. Because he'll be in trouble if he gives it away for free, yeah. so he's, he's running out of the He field. has two lesser restorations in his pants. You may have both of them if you so desire. I'll have one and see yep. how it goes. Roll a d4. Oh, do I roll? Yeah, he's an NPC, so. Okay. NPCs aren't important enough to roll. Yeah, they don't That's have names. Enough, isn't it? It's not like I have a list you of 30 NPCs. I rolled two. Yeah, so, so you get two points back. back. Yeah. Yes, you get two points back. Ooh, has, has, has to be on the same stage. No. no. It's just Lesser restoration damage. won't get rid of the blood veil. It will only fight the symptoms. Yeah. So you can easily, generally so pretty easily normal. keep yourself from dying with enough lesser restorations, yeah. but you can't get rid of the blood veil. You need to do that the hard way. Your clone is still good, right? Yeah, um, I healed that last week. Yeah, sweet. So everything's picked up. Clone's the most important one. Yeah, but the, well, no. um, but the <laughs> keep, keeping the charisma up if we've got the spells for it is important. Yeah. While it's, while it's just Lucy. <laughs> and just as a note to the table, for the duration of not being looking for, not, not being on a violent mission, I will have two lesser restorations every day. Sweet. Yep. Sweet. One for Khan and one for Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. We'll back up for now. Although we may want to like, have one as a generic thing, one for the party, one for anyone we run, run across who's desperate, yeah. unless, yeah. Um, you know, someone's yeah. really coughing their legs li- up. Some um, party member's coughing their legs li- 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 up. letting everyone know yeah. that yeah. I will have two, 
so at least one should be available. Yeah, so. they're not really spells that are going to go to waste in this picture. <laughs> yeah. There's not really going to be a movie going, oh god, why did I bother preparing all these lesser wrists fresh? Well, the good news is if we keep doing disease cure things, at some point you'll get more spells, which will be fantastic. Because <laughs> you are so much more important than the other characters' abilities. It's so funny. Although Silver actually has some really nice morale and controlling people things between the yeah. intimidate to scare them into not going crazy and the charisma style performy skills to uh, encourage them to them cheer, too. cheer them up. <laughs> and then we are cutting to downtime. Yep. Or yeah. to the players to whatever it is you oh. have to do. Um, again, your generic off-screen activities, basically what I'm going to do for this is at the end of every week I will get a roll from you of whatever skill you are using to generally assist the city. Um, Flora's healing is going to count for substantively more because obviously that helps people in a much more direct and obvious fashion. Um, so all, all I want for downtime is anything you are doing that isn't generic background. So anything... I, I assume non, like... Non, sil- Non-plague activities and then you'll ask for plague yeah, like activities. Sil- Silver goes around and organises a bunch of bards to do you know a bunch of public concerts in the gold market and that sort of thing. Yeah. You can trivially coordinate with Iliosa to get yeah. some guards on there to ensure nothing and I'll goes have, wrong And I'll have there. signs put up and, and yep. stuff saying, yep. hey, concert every Friday yep. at this time. Yep. Yeah, yep. Free. Come join us and have fun. Yeah, possibly even... Um, like doing charitable donation gathering while you're there yeah. for people who do have money and want to give it. All proceeds to the hospice of the blessed maiden. Yeah. Um, I, will, I want to find Blackjack this time. We need a best so yeah, we need a, do need a black. You can have you can have my um, emergency blackjack finding cloak. If you so desire. <laughs> emergency blackjack finding cloak. Well, you know, I, I Flora helped me find blackjacky hangouts with her urban tracking. Yep. And then I ran around using my blackjack veil thing to yep. draw his attention. Yep. Which wow. I still presumably have because you know I made it. <laughs> but during this, I will go to the um to. Old, old Corvosa. Old Corvosa. Yep. And I will look to the. I will do around to see if there's any uh, sick that need healing <laughs> while I'm looking for Blackjack. Good news, you're going to find Blackjack. <laughs> because as you go and do this, um, the first couple of people. Um, several people are very slow to answer their doors and only aren't, only talk to you through the door and that kind of thing, as, as you might expect. Um, when you start telling people you're a healer... Yep. You're going to get mobbed. You're going to get mobbed again! <laughs> oh my gosh, why don't you have some friends with you? <laughs> no, no, this, this actually makes perfect sense for what she's going for. I know, Blackjack's oh, probably going to save you. Um, the... But, the next time you do this without playing <laughs> without Blackjack, you're going to get killed. There are about ten people in Olcovosa who are following you, pulling on your cape, pulling on your cloak and shoulders. You know, please, you have to come to my place. I have a sick friend. You know, I need he- I need healing. You need to fix me in advance. I can't afford to lose another few days' work at the docks, etc., etc. And just like outside the Temple of Avadar, it's awkward, <laughs> uncomfortable, then it's unpleasant. Then it's outright hostile. Then it's outright dangerous. 
and at the point where it gets outright dangerous because you've been walking around waving your blackjack signal in the air and looking for <laughs> um, you hear a loud <whistles> as a whistling noise comes out of a crossbow bolt and flies well over everyone's head and goes twang into a building. It's catching attention mm. rather than actually endeavouring to attack the crowd. And you see a woman up there, dressed in the blackjack mask, long flowing cape, crossbow in hand, grappling zipline in hand, uh, who swings down towards the crowd. That is enough. This woman is trying to help you move along. This woman is trying to help you, and she has done all she can. Press her no further. Move along. Crowd starts to disperse. Diplomacy. So, you are looking for me again. This is getting increasingly hard to miss the signs. Yeah, we will talk on the rooftops. My check is way too awesome. <laughs> and she pulls you up. Onto that the would be a great move. You just stuff it up somehow. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm but about. she puts her arm around you in a supportive and holding way, and then pulls your weight to the rooftop. She notably doesn't grope your backside <laughs> or squeeze you tight or any of that sort of thing. Conclusively proving to Flora that it's not oh, <laughs> Flora had no doubt. Flora has now decided that it is more doubt. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Oh, well, he did mysteriously go off to Chelyax with no yeah, explanation, yeah. and there's no evidence he's really there. And he's, he's got all this awesome Kung Fu Mandravius training, descendant yeah. of the yeah. great hero. And he does have the financial backing if he yeah. stole some money before he left. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Why aren't you black? <laughs> Because Blackjack is a very poor dynamic as a PC for yeah. a group gang. Yeah, yeah the, the, you're all people, one of you's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you, of course, aren't Batman, but that's not unbalanced yeah. at there all. Is a, there is a Pathfinder class called the Vigilante mm-hmm. where you actually have a costume secret identity and that sort of thing, and various abilities go with it. And I could totally see running this campaign with everyone playing a vigilante. <laughs> like you were just the Justice League of Corvosa. <laughs> that would so, be so awesome. It, it would be kind of hard, though, because nobody would give you job hooks. You'd yeah. just, like, hear. Yeah. From yeah. your Jimmy Olsen's. Yeah. Oh, my God. They would give us job hooks and our civilian identities. You want to be more careful. You want to be more careful. The Seren. The streets of Kuvosa are not to be walked lightly these days, especially not for anyone who is known as a killer. Yes. But I need to find, but to find people that need healing, I unfortunately have to walk them. I appreciate you are trying to do some good for the city, but you will do no good if you get yourself killed. Be careful, first and foremost. It is a rule that has kept Blackjack alive for over, two, for over 300 years. I saw the message you sent the other day. And like your not-too-subtle friend, you have come looking for me. (laughs) I I don't know who you are, but I wanted to let you know the Queen isn't behind us. I have heard such things before. Whenever there is a problem in the city, the nobility is behind it. You may be assured of that. Oh no, the nobility is. It's the Arconas. 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she stops and looks at you speculatively behind her mask. You have proof of this? Sadly, no. Because if I did, I would have given it to the Queen in front of them. The Akonis are a plausible explanation, but they are not the ones providing a private military force. They're not, they're not yes. the ones coming, for, coming forth with a private military force that answers only to the Crown. Yes, it is unfortunate that the Queen has created the Grey Maidens, but with the Arcona armsmen about, can you blame her for feeling like she needed extra protection? I'm certain. I have seen this game before. I know how it goes. She will bring emergency measures in this time of crisis as are needed. Do you think if and when the plague ends that she will ever surrender them? She will not. Power does not give up power. I don't think she'll surrender the maidens, but once once then there's no longer a need for the Arcona armsmen and those valuable soldiers are able to go to the guard or the sable company marines she may feel like she doesn't need the grey maidens I don't know I am not the queen I believe you have your heart in the right place but it is the way of power all power corrupts the more the queen takes absolute power the more it will corrupt her absolutely as I said it's only a matter of time before she is taking more steps emergency measures, higher taxes Quelling of riots, quarantines are the steps to put the city under her thumb. <coughs> well, all of the steps she's taken so far haven't been to put the city under her thumb. They've been to help the city. The city that the Gadrin Lamb and the Arconas, especially Gloria Arcona and their gross god-worshipping have put at rest. I do not mean to be overruled, but Blackjack has been a part of Corvosa since before you were born. I have seen queens and kings come and go. I have never yet seen a good one. I do not think Iliosa will break this streak. I respect that, but I've spent time with Iliosa. She is young. She was forced to leave her family and her homeland for an old man who loved nothing but her beauty and now she is in a city that wants to murder her the queen's personal problems are not my problems Corvosa's problems are my problems but Arcona is making the city's problems the queen's problems rest assured I have a good eye on Gloria and the Arcona clan oh good if you need help killing them, I'm more than happy. <laughs> it's just a yellow. <laughs> Violence can be needed at times, but it should not be the first solution. No. No. I just think it will be the most useful solution when it comes to the Arconas. I hope that you and I do not find ourselves, that your friends and I do not find ourselves on opposite sides during this crisis. But I fear it may be the case. Well, I believe we all have the city's best interest at heart. 
<coughs> if that is unless you do not see fit unless you believe it something we are doing is wrong or not out of the best interests of the city and let the gods watch over Kovosa and we shall pray that it does not come to that however I took an idea from your friend it would seem this would make things simpler here he throws something to you it is a long thin wand and in, in fact, what he'll do, he won't throw it to you. He pulls out a long, thin wand. She pulls out a long, thin wand. Sorry, Blackjack's by default he, but there's only you here. He's a she. She pulls out a long, thin wand, and she says, I took this idea from your friend. If you if you have need, and you need be urgent enough, point it and call, and call, point it and call this city's name. Kovasa! <laughs> What is transparently a large illusion flies out the top of it, and it is a big black floating bar. It's the blackjack signal. And he throws it to you. You have the blackjack signal. And she throws it to you slightly awkwardly. You've got to like turn and stumble just very slightly to grab at it, and when you turn around, of course, she's gone. Yes. I totally want to, as soon as we come up with something that needs blackjack, I'm totally want to say, deploy the blackjack signal. Jack, as soon as you, whenever you get round to looking at this thing, um, what I'm, I, then I'm gonna, Jack's gonna be bouncing up and down like this. <laughs> what it basically is, is it's a wand of minor image that's being designed to do only one thing. The only image it projects is a big floating blackjack mask into the sky that's very light and obvious and is transparently an illusion. How many charges has it got? And you can work it out if you want to. Okay, I can't personally. No, that's okay. As, as we many don't want to use it. I, I will we're not going to use it lightly. And I will hand Jack the blackjack signal, and I will tell her how to use it. <laughs> and Jack will give you a, Jack will give you a big hug. Oh, this is so great! Yeah, wow. The, the Jack signal sounds better, but we shouldn't use that because that would be Jack's face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Magic item. Wand of blackjack something. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you hadn't preempted it, I was seriously contemplating doing a scene at some point where Jack wanders down the street and sees her own face giant in the sky. <laughs> the blackjack's like, I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I built the Jack signal. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that's beautiful. I want that. And the command word to activate it is Kofosa. Of course. Which you're not likely to do by accident because it still requires you to pull the wand out, point it at the sky, yeah. deliberately endeavour to access the yeah. magic, and go Corsa. Yes. It requires some depth. Yep. Okay. That's so neat. Thank you, Flora. You're welcome. No. But I can't believe you almost got mugged <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> Look, I need to be doing something in this crisis too. How about you? St- Oh, stay in your shop and I'll track down people who need your help and bring them to you and then it can be a little bit less with the you getting mugged. <laughs> so that's so going to be that, that's going to be my streetwise check. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be tracking down people in old Corvosa yeah, who need help. And it's, it's less that you go to people and say I've you know I've got a healer who will heal you 
and more you go, you know, I might know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. So there's no point in mugging me because that won't get you anywhere because I'm not going to heal you. Yeah. Jack's also going to have conversations with people, you know, lurking in shadows or up, up on top from the top of roofs where they can't see her and stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> it's blackjack. The other thing oh I want to do God. is track down people who wouldn't be comfortable going to the authorities yep. or, you know, like street urchins and things like, and the very poor and things like that. Yep. And, you know, mothers with babies and that sort of thing. People that Flora would want to see, but that wandering around old Corvosa is going to get her killed. That to find is going to get her killed. Okay. And I also want to contribute some of my money to, like, buy components for you and stuff, because I imagine you're going to be treating all these people pro bono and it's going to get expensive. So. Anyone who's too poor to pay, I yeah. won't charge them. Yeah. Anyone that can. I'm going to be it. looking. I, I'm going to be looking mostly for people who won't be able to pay. So I want to contribute some of my money to help get, make sure you don't go. You don't wind up using up lots of compo- expensive components and things. I have a small downtime scene for Jack. I have a small downtime scene for Silver, mm-hmm. and the floor is anyone else's if they desire it or anything. <coughs> And um, with regard to Lucy's blood veil, are you just going to be making rolls day by day once we get up to the summarising the week thing? Yes. Cool. Remember, I have all her checks. Um, here. Yeah. I need to get it cured. And and I am actually going to run that out because even we're keeping on top of it with lesser restorations. Yeah. As in, I'll, I'll roll, we'll roll it out pretty yeah, quickly, yeah. but we will we'll, we'll roll it out. So... How long does it take to heal again? Uh, until you get rid of it. <laughs> so that's um, you need oh, successful. You need successful <laughs> fortitude saves. Yeah, right. And you need more, probably more than one of them. Yep. Like right. you need a successful fortitude save, and then the next time you get a successful fortitude save, and then possibly no, the, it's the, worse than that. The, the consecutive, next consecutive successful. Yeah, th- that's what I was trying to say. So if you yeah. you make a good one and then you fail one, you're back to the start. Yeah. Yeah, diseases are hard I, to get rid of, and this I is a hard call. I think I get a bonus. I think healing. Yeah, yes. but that, you use that, her role and say your fortitude safe. Right. But the, if Flora is healing a lot of, if Flora is yeah. providing that long-term treatment thing, that's what she's doing with her time. Mm. Yeah, I believe is the theory. Yeah, uh, if she's, she, you can do long-term treatment for up to six patients at a time, which yeah. one of whom could well be Lucy. Which right. Yeah, I would offer to okay. Lucy because. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will. I will discount the aid that you are providing. I, I will lower the level of aid you are providing to the city in general because one of the people you could be helping is now Lucy. Um, okay. But that's that's perfectly fine. Um, because I, Flora would assume that she is the party physician. So yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah, 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 if we can't protect ourselves, we don't. In her. the meantime, I make. Um, anti-plague for all of you people who didn't catch the plague yet because that will give causes not for Garen, thanks um, <laughs> oh yeah, not for Garen. in terms of um, uh, in terms of Quoth and Majinko yeah um, sorry I don't know how desperately you want to keep track of their stats. Technically, they should make their own saves versus plague. Technically, they should. Um, uh, we should substitute. We should minus their constitution and charisma and that sort of thing as well. 
if you don't want to keep track of it at that level, I'm perfectly happy of when their casters get sick, they get generically sick as well. Yeah. If you die, they die. Yeah. But Okay. Um that would be that would be easier to yeah. maintain. Yeah, so, like I don't know if well, we desperately we, want to keep track of how high or low cloths constitute. So the way I we see can it assume is, sorry. The way I see it is uh, it doesn't the disease probably doesn't affect animals the same way it does uh Yes, that's, that's probably true. But they get the psychological feedback from yeah, you Yeah, so they, they get generically sick when you do. Yeah, yeah. and I think um, if, if, if Quarthal Majinko is sick, if, if the Quarthal Majinko's players are sick and we're relying desperately on Quarthal Majinko's constitutional charisma, I think we can assume they're not doing that as well, but we don't make a ton of familiar roles. Yeah, I, no. can, I can imagine Majinko would be <laughs> saying that it's due to psychological feedback. You're really so. good at doing his voice. <laughs> so, Silver. Yeah. I think get smart. That's how it works. <laughs> On your door, just a, yeah. a polite little knock. Um, at... When the hell would this be? <laughs> probably reasonably late at uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. reasonably late at night so this is probably half past eight nine o'clock at night okay. when there's just a polite knock at the door and Nakoda sort of rolls over can you get that I'm feeling a little funny oh no <laughs> I can also be the personal physician for Nakoda yeah I know <laughs> but there's going to be a finite amount of that kind of thing you yeah. can do anyway getting up yeah getting up going to the door uh, when you open the door, um, there is a woman out there, like so many people that you have seen around in the street. She's wearing gloves and has basically a handkerchief over her face. Yeah. Uh, those are selling like hotcakes throughout the city. <laughs> um, nonetheless, she moves to the side to show you who she is. It is Taste Soldado, Brianna's mother, the little girl that you yeah, helped. Yeah. Um, and she has a basket with her, classic Red Riding Hood picnic yeah. basket, chicken thing over the top of it. Yeah. And she smiles at you and she says Silver, oh good, you're home. I was hope I was I was hoping to I was hoping to catch you in person. May I come and speak to you? Yeah, of course. She closes the door behind her and she look and she looks she looks around. I hope I hope you I hope you're all well here. Um, at the moment, yeah. Oh. I mean anything can change but so far so good. Praise Aristotle for that. Graal has very kindly stepped up to help take care of the children tonight. He seemed eager that I should go about this uh, about this errand to help repay you for if you and your friends for your kindness. Okay. I hope you don't mind. He passed me your address. I don't mind. <laughs> um, and she says, I, "I'm only a humble washerwoman by trade, since and since my husband left, we don't we don't have a lot to spare, but." I think these would find a better home with you. And she opens the basket, and it is full of a bunch of sweets, boil lollies, licorices, that sort of thing, all in little jars and containers yeah. and all this sort of thing. It all actually looks... Yeah. Assuming yeah. Silver's got a normal sweet tooth, it looks pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I hope and trust you're going to be sharing those. <laughs> uh, they're clearly not homemade. They're all marked from Solar's Sweet Store Yeah. in Trails End. Oh, thank you. These look, these look lovely. Well, Brianna had a large excess of them, and <laughs> after the girl's been sick, she shouldn't be eating like that. I left her her choice of jar. Oh, that's she, good. Yeah. She she picked the red licorice, but I really think the rest should be well spent. 
Oh, she should have taken the second jar. She's lovely. Mm. Um, well, I, I just wanted to pass these along to you. It's been a long way. It's been a long way across the city, though. I wouldn't wait a chance to rest from rest rest for a minute. Perhaps have a nice cup of tea or something with you. Yeah, of course. Um, the couches over there. I'll, I'll I'll make you. I'll make you something. Thank you very much. You're very kind. <laughs> so, um, tea or coffee? <laughs> oh, coffee, please. <laughs> How do you take it? Sugar, milk, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Many <laughs> many coffees. Yeah. Many sugars. As yeah. black as the abyss. <laughs> no, no. She's she's triple dose of coffee, triple dose of sugar, triple dose of milk. Oh, <laughs> so what? That's a big drink or less water? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Where does no that water. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the D and D equivalent of a triple espresso. Yeah, pretty okay. much. That's exactly what it is. Okay, I'll make whatever that is. Yep. I'll, I'll bring that over to her. Yep. And and she sits down and she says, and she, she she looks at you slightly. Mm. So your hair's changed slightly, hasn't it? I thought, and she, she will actually reach out and touch you slightly, and, and she says, I thought the blue was here last time and the pink was here, because of course it changes every yeah. single day, because you just flick it round like a neon light. Yeah, I, I change it every now and then. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I changed it again. Yeah. <laughs> she, she smiles, that's amazing. You're, you're a mage, then. you must have studied at the academy. Um, for a few weeks. <laughs> you could do that after only a few weeks. That's, that's fantastic. I wish I had half your talent. <laughs> Dust his knuckles off on his on his shirt. Oh, yeah. And can the silver give me a wisdom check first? I sense motive check second. Oh, no. You poor poor doomed soul. <laughs> okay, so my wisdom, um, that's twenty. Okay, and sense motive. Oh, come on. Fifteen. There's nothing <sighs> subtle about it. <laughs> but Silver may still not pick up the yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, no, Silver, you will pick up. Uh, she is actually being reasonably subtle about this. Mm-hmm. Um, she, because you sit down and talk to her for mm-hmm. half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, she tells you about her children, mm-hmm. you know, what they, what they do. She's a washerwoman by trade, so has nothing whatsoever in the way of work stories and just glosses yeah. over that altogether. You know, wants to talk about you, you know, where you've come from, what you're mm-hmm. about, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. she's, she's seen these flyers, these concerts you're organizing, and, yeah. you know, she's going to come there and, and bring her eldest boy, and that sort of oh, thing, cool. and it's all so <laughs> exciting. Um, you will pick up, Silver. So there, there is an undercurrent here of she is flirting with you, mm. but certainly not very strongly or very blatantly. Okay. She's just. She, she's actually flirting with you in what's a very non-Ford, just kind of nice, normal way. Mm. She she makes it known in such a way that you can't miss that she's now unmarried, available, and yeah. looking. Mm. But really just leaves it at that. Yeah. She doesn't endeavor to push herself on you or endeavor to... She well, doesn't talk at great length about how handsome you are or anything. You know, she tells Thank you you're, goodness, the you, know, last <laughs> you know, she tells you you're you're a lovely person and she likes your hair and all this sort of thing. But it's a lot more low end flirting than yeah. the, I've just come here, you know, with my bonus hanging out yeah. to talk to you about you know <laughs> how unmarried <laughs> I am and blah blah blah. So you you can encourage this line if you want to. 
you can discourage her from it trivially and easily, and she yeah. will just walk away with no hurt feelings whatsoever. Yeah. It's purely in, in terms of where you want to drive it. Yeah, no, I, I think Silver will, will make her feel welcome, yeah. and... Um, have a, a, a great night kind of chatting with, with friends and stuff like that and it won't yep. be and, and in fact she did um, primarily deliberately come here to bring you the sweets and things mm-hmm. um, to keep them away from her yeah. daughter yeah. <laughs> um, and um, to the, and, and what you will pick up is Silver probably goes ah you know doesn't pick, quite pick this up during the conversation. Afterwards, goes, ah, oh, you know, wasn't it nice of Grau to take care of the children so she could come over there? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> she's been pimped out <laughs> lightly, but, but she's been pimped out, and she seems largely oblivious of this. Yeah. Okay, that's cute. that's really cute nor do you get any impression that she set her heart and soul on you you're basically you know a handsome a handsome person who is kind Mm. so why not take a run at you but it's not exactly as if it's oh my one true love so are you letting you down very very gently or are you friendship yeah that was why I took away friendship yeah yeah totally friendship you know Silver just in the same way she lightly sprinkles in the conversation that she's single and looking, Silver lightly sprinkles in the conversation that he's not looking, mm, you know, yeah. and not interested. Yeah. And she just yeah. takes that face value and leaves it. So yeah, yeah, you just basically pass a pleasant evening with her. Yeah. And then she, I'd like to stay friends with her too. Yeah, then she takes a cab back out from her place to go back, for your place to go back to her kids. Oh, cool. All good. So can I do the... So, Silver, you you um, let us know about this lolly bounty that we have. <laughs> yes. Yeah, these these are all very obviously well, the well-preserved <laughs> sort of sweets. These yeah. will keep for weeks and possibly months without yeah. going off. There's not exactly any big hurry. Sweet. I, I already gave her some money, didn't I? To yes, yes, you did. Going. Yeah. yeah, so she should be good for a while. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Some of which she used to hire a car to come over and see. <laughs> oh, we'll give her some money, though, to pay for that. Yeah, no. No? No, she won't take that one. Right, Can't go well, Dutch on the first day. So you let us... You uh, Of course, the next day. Yeah. So um, Jack will um, whistle admiringly at the stairs that... So, oh, this was the... What was her name? Brianna? Brianna. Yeah. the little girl. Wow, Brianna managed to accumulate all this? That girl's got some talent. <laughs> uh, and you fail your wisdom, Jackson. We're going to miss something in there as well. Oh, okay. That's fine. At least you picked um, up on one of the things. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Great score. <laughs> <laughs> These are lime balls. Yeah. I, I take it that she, she said, oh, no, we know from the vision that Brianna survived. Yeah. Yep. And that all the other people that we healed survived. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Man, I, we never had this stuff growing up. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, those ones in particular are really good. <laughs> yeah, Jack won't take all of them. Jack will leave yeah. some for the rest of yeah, and, and you. Know, you know, as Silver, that she, that Brianna and no one else in the family have gotten sick again because mm. uh, Tess openly tells you that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good to know. Damn, I'm dying to know what I missed out on my wisdom <laughs> It's like that with the ones that you missed, though. I know, but it's going to be one of those things at the end of the campaign I'm not going to remember to ask. Well, write it down. What did I miss in my princess? <laughs> the uh, things I, will, I missed. I will actually tell you by the end of this adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah, you only have to remember to the end of this adventure. Yeah. So write okay. down your character, write down on your character sheet, and you're good to go. Okay. Um, and downtime scene for Jack. Yep. Downtime scene for Jack. Uh, so Jack, um, 
This is Teora, the woman that you got out of the pit. Awesome. Uh, would she know? How would she know where to find you? Where would she come across you? Um, Jack um, routinely has um, pictures where she does street magicianing, which are her yep her pictures. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's what I would tell Teora because but, that's and I will have told her that I have a wagon in the thieves' camp because that's not a particularly big secret. Yeah. So, but the the I think she would track me down there yeah, because people the, tend to go to Garen's s- business because he's really respectable and openly yeah. accessible. Um, and Silver is the kind of guy who just gives his address to everyone. Because yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the thing is that um, what I would have told her once is that my my other pitch was in the gold market, yep, yep. but because I'm no longer actively stealing, I give her the street magicianing pitches yep. as opposed to the um, as opposed to the places yep. where I was stealing. So you are just closing out for the day, sort of doing some of your street magician business, and business sucks. Yeah, yeah, people suck. people yeah. are actively trying not to be out in the street where they can. Yeah, and where they are. They don't want to interact with you. Yeah. People don't want to come too close to you, and people's money is obviously allocated elsewhere. Discretionary income is one of those first things that go. Yeah, I'll probably do one or two rounds, but I may actually pick up extra cleaning at yep. the academy to yep. make ends meet, style of thing. So it's not a, it's it's not been a great a couple of hours work for you, and then you hear from behind you in one of the darker alleys a sort of, hey Jack. And you look round, and Tiora is hanging upside down, Spider-Man style, from one of the gratings, waving to you and beckoning you slightly into the alley at your leisure. And um, Jack will flip over to her, will um, grin and do two flips at a cartwheel and bounce over to her. Jack is in her very pretty rainbow garb, which is um, she won't have. Tiora probably won't have seen her because before she was doing sneaking around, so she would have been in her much darker yep. clothes. Tiora looks it. Nice clothes. You look like Silver's hairpiece. Hairpiece? <laughs> <laughs> it's my real hairpiece. You shot her down. <laughs> Your hair is dead to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I, like, I like the colours. Not much good for some kinds of work, but it's good for this. And, um, I will scramble up the wall to, beside her because yep, yep, I approve of this. You're basically sitting up on the edge of the wall, yep. dangling your feet. Yeah. E- eating a couple of bananas or something as yeah. you look out over Corvosa in the city. No, no, no. Jack, Jack will totally be eating some of those um, rainbow yep. candies from my yep. stash and I'll offer some to Tiora. Yeah, she's eating fruit because it's cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> you know. but you know, classy candy. While I've got it, I will share it. <laughs> she's a, she, yes, looks like Silver's happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, candy, thank you. So, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to ask. I wanted to let you know and ask you something. Uh, you've got an ear to the ground, eh? Many as often as I can. I don't suppose you've seen a guy around anywhere. Goes Verizian like me. Goes by the name of Ruan. Uh, thinks he's kind of handsome, but isn't really. Sort of very tall, lanky, annoying. In that rubbly way. Sweet <laughs> uh, lights, Jim? Yep. Alright. Uh, that is a um, 17. I would not say you, no to a bonus because I know a lot of Verizians. Uh, you are aware that he is no one of any note. Yeah. He is some guy. Yeah. In the city of 18,000. You have never heard of or met him. Yeah. 
So I I, I, I know that he, I, I don't know of him. I know that he's not someone that I've heard yeah, of. Yeah, he's so not. He's, he's someone of no prominence. Yeah. I haven't run. I haven't run across him. Basically, your check is high enough that if he was someone of prominence, you would have some idea of who he was. Yeah. Because he isn't, you know, he's not someone of significant prominence. Yeah. I haven't run across him. All right. Well, I, n- I know a lot of the re- reasons I live off at the thieves' camp. Uh, like I, I got a wagon up at the thieves' camp, like I told you, but I don't know all of them. I mean, a lot of reasons in this town. Sure are. Uh, he, he's my brother. Um, <clears throat> he's, he's my brother. We used to live out on the west. We used to live out on the west shore, but a little while ago, he came into some money. He said he was going to make it big and left. I haven't seen him. Si- haven't, haven't seen him since. Uh, truth to tell, we don't get on all that well. I mean, he came looking for me during that mess with Rolf, but he didn't find me. So I figure I'm kind of obliged to go looking for him, but I haven't found him. If you, if you hear if you hear his name come up, let me know. I can. If you think he might be in trouble, we can. I can have an ask you around. Um, Floor's. You might not think it to look with her. What with her being so squeaky clean, but Floor's real good at tracking folk down. He's not in trouble. He came into money. He got rich. Changes people, you know. Sometimes that can. Sometimes that helps you find bigger trouble. Also, wanted to let you know I'm going to sign up with these grey maidens. They're looking for new recruits to keep the city safe, and I figure they've probably Why got like the they've probably maidens? got like some sort of health plan that's going to keep keep the blood veil off. Otherwise, what chance of us on the street got? It's as good good a, good a plan as any. Hey, I'm you keep... don't think those stories they say about mutilating the woman are true, do you? I really don't think so. I know. I read it in the Chimera, but not everything that goes in the Chimera is true. I know Sabrina Mirren pretty well. She's she's tough and scary, but she's a good lady. I don't think she'd be part of any kind of thing like that. I think that's just a story that the husband, the grouchy husbands and fathers made up because they don't like the girls running off. So you've got an end with the commander then. I've well, got knives, right? I can use them. She can actually. <laughs> she does actually look like she knows what she's doing with daggers. Not monstrously so, but like she's got class levels. I could. Uh, I don't know that Sabrina likes me all that much, but I could try putting in a good word for her. You'd be better to ask Lucy, though. Sabrina and her seem to really get on. <laughs> <laughs> do you or not? I'll do just that then. All right. Well, I think that's. I think that's a smart move. I'm keeping an eye out for my friends best I can, but this city's got too too few healers and too many sick. Um, getting where you get in when you can is a good way to go. Alright, well, watch yourself, Jack. You too. And if I hear any word of your brother, I'll let you know. Lucy, a couple of hours later, (laughs) it's like 9 o'clock at night, and you hear on your window on the second floor. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She doesn't use doors. This is the sensible way to approach people. Tiara is a woman with her priorities sorted out. I have my dagger out. You open the door. You you, you go to the window. You open the curtains to look out the window. And you see a woman hanging there upside down, also with a dagger in her hand. You recognize Tiara pretty immediately. And she is knocking on the window and grinning at you. (laughs) It's you. Did you use the door next time? What the? <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't know. 
I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to wake your. I didn't want to wake your parents. I assume they've got a bunch of strict. I assume they've got a bunch of strict rules like don't climb out the window after dark to go thieving. Go Tiara. And you see the little flash of her fingers as she gives you in thieves' can. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Too bad she's racist. Tiara's great. She's racist. She sort of looks you up and down. Now, don't tell me you're not used to people knocking on your window in the night. <laughs> <laughs> I just chuckle at her. And I just like wave and forth. And it's so, like, it's cool, you can't you get go forth. She's a friend. Ah, creepy window intruders. Ah, <laughs> in their entrails. Specifically. <laughs> so, I, Jack, Jack, tell, Jack tells me that you're boffing Sabrina Merrill or something like that. <laughs> Oh damn! And wow, I need someone to slip a word in her, a slip a word in her ear, or wherever you think's appropriate, about how great I am with a pair of daggers. God, it's nothing like this. She's just a friend. Oh, wow, that sounds like something so Oh, really? <laughs> just a friend. She she again looks you up and down with you. Oh. All right, I guess yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, I mean, when Jack said, I just assume, but, I mean, you and her, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, that was insulting, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't have said that, I just got the wrong impression. I mean, I mean, I wish, it's, it's not like that. <laughs> not right now. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously. Like, like, you're like. You're, you're more of like chainless nobility and she's you know grrr <laughs> and Varesian grrr Varesian have you seen her license? <laughs> <laughs> wow Lucy you're, you are the and, woman and, and you're sort of but uh, yeah okay <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> wow. Oh dear. So what can I do for you? Well, I want to get in, get in on the get in with these maidens. And Jack tells me you can slip in a good word for me. Well, I guess I can, but you gotta lose the Parisian thing. It's it's not gonna fly with Sabrina. But she's Parisian. Yeah, but, but just not gonna fly, okay? Stop this shit. <laughs> Less of the thieves can't <laughs> so She says, right, right, and then thieves can't do you. So by that, you mean the robbing or the actually being Varisian? <laughs> no, no, you, you gotta... Oh, it's, it's okay, just... <laughs> no robbing. Um, just... I, I can see that you're using. Uh, you can use your daggers. That's fine. I'll I put in a good word, but no more robbing, no more bad mouthing other Parisians. No, <laughs> no, no problem. And, and be good. I I can do the chalish thing. Hold on. 
I'm Chalish, and I hate everyone that isn't okay, Chalish. Okay, don't do that either. <laughs> oh my god. I love Theora so much. <laughs> I, and, you know, it possibly it's a good thing that Rosalie is joining the Grey Maidens because it's going to need Rosalie to straighten her out. Oh, God, could you imagine if they're in the same squad? <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. You don't have to Try to be good, okay? Otherwise, Sabrina might break your nose. <laughs> I promise. Best behavior. And she ducks down the window ledge and pulls herself up. Promise, I won't touch her. <laughs> Terror is the best. <laughs> Tell me, is Terror the fan favorite? <laughs> Maybe she's just the Jack favorite. No, she's not the fan favorite we've been hearing about. No, it's okay. no that, that, come, that comes much later. Okay, that's that's midway book three. Oh, wow. okay. I haven't been hearing Curious. about this. <laughs> Oh, he Curious. keeps mentioning about this fan favorite character. This character the internet loves. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whom you haven't met yet, Pirate. Right. Um, all right. And then we're going to find out whether Lucy's dying or blood foul or getting better. Yes, yes, yes. Roll uh, No, no. I don't need you to roll dice. I'll tell you whether you're getting better. <laughs> Based on your string of previous fortitude songs. Oh, is that... Oh. Yes. Yes, that's what Flora does get to help out with the heel checks, I believe. Yes, if you so choose. Of course. Okay, so you don't need to worry about the fortitude saves, Lucy, because I've okay. got them, yay or nay. Ooh, that's uh, I'm also crossing off the fortitude saves because you're also making them or failing them. It's just if they're if they're better than her heel check, you take that. If they're worse, okay. you take the heel check. Um so the next day, you actually feel a bit better. You've still got like light rash, light coughing because your stats no longer reduced. It's not yeah. significant enough to impair you in any way. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel like you've gotten worse today. You still don't feel like you're cured though. Tomorrow. Uh, Eighteen. Wow, you have fifteen to heal. <laughs> that's not a nine. Sounds like we're in Oh, sorry, a little bit of three. <laughs> nine. Right, I suppose it is a nine by standard nine math. Nine plus nine is eighteen. 18. And the next day, you feel better. <gasps> Yay! If you're shaking this disease. Yes, shake it up. For now. So, does she have to roll? Did she roll the two days attribute damage, or do no, we no? No, because she makes those saves, she doesn't get worse on those days. Oh, sweet! And because she makes two straight days of saves, she cures her blood veil and gets better. Yes, Thank you, Laura. Well done. Nice. <laughs> That's why there's mm-hmm. All right, and then we are moving along. When I say that, you don't have to take it as an absolute. They play things they still want to do. You can wave your arms at the GM. It sounded nice. like moving on. I think we should be moving on. Silver, Lucy. Your percentage chance of contracting blood veil from living in the city. Oh. Um. So glad I get to ignore those. <laughs> hey, Flora, you make your fort save. Well done. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Presumably you know, at some point we'll need to restock our fortitude yes, space collection. I will query them when I need them. You you are exposed to blood veil in the course yep. of your daily action. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the sick people coughing on you. Yeah. You're coughing blood on you when you think about it. <laughs> That's what makes you a highly accomplished healer doing that sort of thing. Um, in terms of what is happening in the city, the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden is opened and just immediately, pretty much immediately filled. Within two days, they make it clear, okay, we're full. You know, we have as many people as we can successfully put in without... Um, Ampering. Yeah. Ampering oh, healing. Uh, they, they... Cases are coming back out cured, but, you know, it's taking a while. And Flora, you would assume they're basically doing what you are doing. They're literally making heal checks over their patients' um, fortitude saves. Because your average person is going to fail these fortitude saves all over the show because they don't have adventure or con <laughs> and can't make two straight days worth of saves with their con diminishing rapidly. Uh, and so that is time. Time is not on your side. No, it isn't. Do I make a roll for um, organizing bard stuff? Getting there? Yeah, okay, yeah. Jared, will call, Jared said he'd call out at the end of the week for our... Yeah. Sorry, it just sounded like it was finished with the week. Uh, yes, I am in fact going past the end of the week as I go to downtime. So at this point I will get your roles for your general city-based, um, the, the general assistance that you are providing the city. So I would like to know what you're doing and what you're rolling to... Um, let's let's go around starting yeah. from Flora. Yeah. Um, I would probably be rolling heal because I'm trying to heal. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Heal is by far and away the best skill that you can be rolling for this. Yeah. But I I think you can use heal untrained, but I will only actually accept that as a valid skill in this case from people who actually have a rank in it. Because random people setting up roadside doctors yeah. is not really gonna help. Twenty five? Hmm. You heal the lot. Anybody else? Anybody yeah. else? You're good, right? Garrett. Um, Garrett's tried to set up a system between the hospital and the merchants. Yeah. Where the merchants can advertise and do what they do is they set a little bit of their profit aside to uh, buy foreign uh, potions of cure disease to give to the hospital. Yep, makes sense. And they can advertise that. So, like, the, the, we're contributing yeah, we're helping to, the war effort. Yeah, yeah. we're contributing to the um, emergency e-remove disease potion fund. Oh, not bad. I would allow either diplomacy or probably knowledge civilization, which is the how the trade works and all that sort of thing. So that would be 19? Yep. I am dealing with merchants, so it's going to take a while. Well, remove diseases are quite expensive, so you're probably only and, bringing and in a also, few, but each like, one helps. Over yeah. the course of this week, you will, you will literally accomplish nothing in that these potions are not going to turn up in the yeah. course of that week. But I'm you are setting, setting up the base work. Yeah. Um, Jack is going to um, spend some time hanging out in Old Corvosa and other places where the poor gather, yep. looking for people who are desperate and in need of healing, yep. and is going to funnel some of them to Flora and the particularly desperate to either Flora or seeing if she can get people in at the hospice yep. and is also going to do kind of some crowd control style stuff in terms of 
discouraging people who she catches doing stupid shit. Yeah. Like mobbing healers yeah. or... The hospice has a big walk-in guard out the front. Yeah. There's nobody mobbing that one. Yeah, but, you know, just kind of discouraging people from yep. doing stupid shit where the opportunity calls. So she's rolling a general strip-rise. Um, and that is an 18. Yep. Streetwise is not my best skill by a long shot, but it's the one yeah, I feel is most applicable here. Can you grab me a player's face? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for people to use whatever, but if you're if I think you're stretching, I'll just go. Yeah, no, that that seems less useful. Silver. Okay, so I'll Blood be I'll be doing the um. Yeah, actually, that's not a that's not a bad name for the concert. Yep. <laughs> Um, so like like the um, yeah so blood bell a um, putting up signage I find a whole bunch of bards and we all perform a song um, over the course of the night so there's like twenty of us and yep. we all we all I, what, I don't know is it going to be a, a full concert yes yes yeah yeah, yeah done done in um, like you coordinate this in a vaguely off screen fashion with Iliosa and things mm. you get a band of grey maidens. Uh, what, you are promised a band of Grey Maidens to provide security. Mm. What you get are mostly Grey Maidens with one or two random Corvosan Guardsmen and Sable Guard in there. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, you, you don't get any Hell Knights in your, your particular mix. It's because they're not are, the, are those volunteer Corvosan Guards also female for some mysterious reason? Uh, well, they, these are actually literally being organised and provided for by the city. Right, yeah. So it's not, not on just... the first concert. Ah. On the second one, they'll start trading the duty rosters in the background. <laughs> yeah. So they can go on silver. Yeah. And I imagine some of the other bards are pretty and as yeah, well. That's yeah. probably down in something like Edred Square or possibly outside Castle Corvosa, some nice yeah. public square location. Yeah. But um, this can totally be proceeds to the hospice and Garen's cure disease yeah. and the merchant cure disease. Yeah, so that'll, that'll be what it's um, advertising, yeah. raising funds for that. Um, but also, but primarily the morale of, of the the city. Yep. Um, so I'll be I'll be basically doing that. Um, if I can also do it, um, I'd like to also provide a little bit of um, like if if there is rowdiness going around, I'll I'll use my intimidate to control the crowd a little bit. Obviously, not my not my yeah, scare yeah. or anything, but my so, intimidate. But- I, I will assume, use. unless anyone tells me otherwise, that you are not murdering crowds of people yeah. in the street. So I'll be using Intimidate to, yep. to um, disperse yep. crazy people. Um, so do I need to do two rolls or just the one? Uh, you will only gain a mechanical advantage from one of these things. Okay, well I think the biggest one will be the performance. Yeah. Because it so. sounds like the biggest one that I'll be doing. And um, you could always, on a different week, use the Intimidate. Like, I think this week the um, the crowd control is particularly important, whereas the, on a later week I think the crowd control is particularly important, whereas this week it's all about the concert yeah, and the morale. I'll boosting. probably be spending most of my time organising the concert as a regular basis thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think it would also be great for the, the bards to get their faces out there, get publicity for when this thing's over and people have got more money to spend on Especially them. that guy that's got blood veil all over his face. Uh, we won't be having the blood veil bards. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a great band name. Yeah. <laughs> One of the people you've got lined up pulls out. Yeah. Too sick. That's fine. Okay. Oh, so that's 11 plus 11 is 22. And Lucy... Well, Alchemy? Yeah. I'll be yeah. making anything that's helpful anti-plague. Yeah, go for um, it. 
and I'll be selling them um, twice the price to the nobility. <laughs> and um, yeah, half the price to the common folk. Yep. yep. And the two poor folk just just at a cost. So yep. Yep. So can't see that. Nice. Jack approves. Mm-hmm. Six, uh, six approves. May um twenty five. Nice. That is a classy effort, team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anti uh, anti plague is not the kind of thing you can churn out rapidly. What you're probably churning out rapidly are lesser versions yeah. of it. They'll work for longer, but less effectively. Yeah. And it's more, you know, dose your food with a bit of this. Have a drink of this every morning. It'll help yeah. fortify you against it. That sort of thing. So. You're probably something you sell to people who've got like sick family members style of thing yep. so that yeah. they don't come down with it as well. Medicine. You put on a great deal of effort. All of you doing everything that you can to address the crisis and the calamity that is overtaking Corvosa. Fear on the streets, however, has taken hold because the number of sick are still growing. Oh. Everything you are doing... And you knew this going in, that it was never going to be enough. You were only pushing back against the tide here. Uh, People are starting to take measures to avoid the plague. They're shutting themselves within their homes. Um, Infected People who are infected or might be infected are starting to just get turned away openly from businesses, homes, that sort of thing. Um, Several people are fleeing the city. Abandoning it to go and seek out lives elsewhere. Some of the plague spreads to other cities. Yeah. Um, the guard are not stopping them from doing so because really the only other alternative is to uh, block borders going out of the city, which is quarantine. It's not unheard of, but that would be quite a big deal. Yeah. Um, and in the impoverished areas, Jack, particularly in Old Corvosa, you will see symptoms manifesting district-wide. The beggars and those those who are bottom rung on the street in particular, signs of blood veil all over the show. And of course, people stop giving the beggars so much money because no one wants to go near them because they've got blood veil. Yeah. And also they're spending their money on curing themselves. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, again, um, limited uh, in amongst this, you know, the, the three-headed chimera continues to publish what's going on. Uh, you hear rumours that Katharina Calavaro, the famous singer who was supposed to be coming to play um, at the Marble Dome, the new theatre that is opening, uh, rumour has that she might be pulling out rather than come to Plague City. Plague City. Which is, you know, a thing. Mm-hmm. And... Time, 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 time. Uh, is eight days have passed since Iliosa's announcement, and then we come back in with a plot hook. Ooh. So, do we get how many people we? No, uh, I am so, keeping yeah. track of that in the background. Okay, I will give that to you at the end. Uh, primary at, at the end of the adventure, yeah. primarily because it's based around a wider number of factors. Right, no problem. I um, just didn't quite understand yeah, how it, that. Was it is going, going to be a small number compared to people you can say via direct heroic D and Ding. Yeah, um, but it, it and, and therefore you'll only get the results at the end when it all adds up and know yeah. what's happening. Yeah. I've written them all down. Though. Sweet, that's I've written, cool. That's I've the... written down what's what was rolled, what skill they used, and who rolled it, which gives me everything I need. Sweet. 
And yet, Jack, you you do not have any mass vested visions from um, from Elica about this because the actions you are taking are too indirect. Yeah. Okay, and we want to go for here. Who would consider themselves here the likeliest person to get approached by Elky Beldrago? Oh no. I would suggest either Jack because she's on the street a lot or Garin because he's just kind of a man of the world. How bad he approaches Garin at the bar? Yeah, I mean. He yeah. probably remembered Garin. Yeah. Not many dwarves in the city. Yeah. So yes, Garen, you are at the slightly depopulated bar drinking. <laughs> um, when a big hulking human sits down next to you and he says, "Right." He he sits down. He sits down next to you. He sits down next to you and. and uh, Dwarf, little dwarf, how are you? Goes to clap you on the back, um, then visibly stops himself and puts his hand down again and waves, waves to the bar, waves to the barkeep. Bring him, bring him one of my usual, would you? Barton looks. Garin's not going to drink your usual. <laughs> what? He's too good for it. The bartender's looking at you like. I, I think his mug is already full. You're alright. <laughs> Why don't you just make up here at them and uh, try and go and have my share? How does that sound? And Elky orders something that is like half a toad step spit. above turpentine. Yeah. <laughs> I like toad spit. Yeah, toad. <laughs> I'll, I'll alright, I'll have a toad spit then. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's pretty much just just straight vodka, and not the good kind. Yeah, not the good kind. <laughs> the kind that causes Dane bramage. Dane bramage. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's ninety percent potato. <laughs> oh, but not the good kind of potato. <laughs> the green sort. Yeah, yeah the green, nearly uh, poisonous potatoes. And, you know, he sits and drinks to you and, and chats to you lightly. He seems generally, actually pretty upbeat and happy. He's, yeah, bro, business is real good lately. Real sad, like, but real good. Right, right. Lots of dead people to yeah. shift. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad thing when a plague happens to a city, but it's a good thing for those what shift the bodies. I imagine the Temple of Parasma is quite appreciative of your hard work. Yeah, well, I've learned a thing or two about just handing him over to him, bloke, like, aye, aye. You, you know... You gotta be careful this world. There's always somebody who wants to take advantage of you. Oh, now that reminds me. <laughs> well, I've, well, I've got you here. I was thinking about taking this to um to to the pretty cleric like what I hear is healing people. A couple of ears pop up. No, I'm not healing people. Shut up. Put your ears back down. Um, and um. Yeah, a couple of people look over at Alky Beldrago and they're like, "Yeah, okay, no, he's, he's not here." <laughs> well, I was going to take him. Over, I was going to take this over to her, but 
Then I thought to myself, LK, LK, use your brain. If you go wheeling corpses up there, people are going to think she's not a very good healer, are they? And then she's going to lose her business. Then she's going to be out on the street. She's going to get blood veils. She's going to die. And you're going to be the one that ends up having to cut her in. And I thought, that's not a nice thing to do to that girl, LK, is it? So I used my brain, like. Oh, I have another toad spit. That's <laughs> <laughs> some bad grip. That's some bad brain working you're doing there. This this story just trails off. Yeah, sort of, you know, gently propped him back to so yeah. you were, you were gonna go. All right, yeah. patience. Yeah, yeah, I was, <laughs> so I was, I was gonna go and see her, but I thought I'd better not, right? Because I, I thought to myself, no, no, Elky, Elky, use your brain. I said this, didn't I? Right, yeah. So a couple of the guys, right? They've they've worked out something that I think is like a bit suspicious, like. Well, so you can take the bodies all the way over to the Church of Rasmus, right? Like in the grave. I don't know what, what they were thinking, building the graveyard at the bottom end of the city. I don't know why they didn't build the city around the graveyard so everyone could get the bodies there real easy, like. I mean, if somebody had made me the Minister of Commerce and Tourism, I'd have put the graveyard where Castle Corvosa is and put Castle Corvosa out in the ocean. <laughs> Drago is the best character of the world. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, But you have to remember, the the graveyard tends to attract the ghosts. You wouldn't want those roaming around the centre of the city, would you? Yeah, I suppose that's true. But the thing is, some of the boys, right, they're not as strong as me, right? Because, you know, I can do this, right? Looks round to see if any woman are looking at him. The sort of bar you're in, there's no woman yeah. in here whatsoever. <laughs> Puts his arms down. Aww. This would be a gentleman's bar if Bell Drago was, you know, bad from it. Yep. There is that one guy trying to surreptitiously look at him from the back. <laughs> um, but but surreptitiously. Yeah. Yeah. And, see, so a lot of the, a lot of the fellas, right? They don't like lugging the corpses all the way over there because there's so many of them these days. Good money, but bloody inconvenient, right? So they tells me, Elky, 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 you're not using your brain. I don't know why people keep saying this to me, but they always tell me I'm not using my brain, right? They're saying, Elky, you're not using your brain when you lug the bodies all the way over to the Church of Parasmarite. You take him to Rakazali. It's only caught in the distance, and the problem just takes care of itself, right? And I says, right, the problem takes care of itself, right? Don't sound right, right? And... They says, yeah, it's right, Elky. You put the bodies there, takes care of it, right, right? And I say, no, not right, right. I think to myself, I'm going to have to have a word with my friend Fora about that. But then I thought to myself, Elky, Elky, use your brain. You carry the dead round. You can't go and see her. <coughs> 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 Is that him coughing on your coffee? That's the GM. <laughs> <laughs> this, will this, will very, this will be a very important moment in the plot for Elky. <laughs> I can get you another. I can get you a drink of water if you want, Fuzzy. Elfie talks. <laughs> After exuberant length of the story, um, <coughs> he tells you that some of his buddies are dumping bodies at a place called Racker's Alley, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, an alley. Yeah. Um, thank you. Instead of taking them all the way to the Church of Phrasma, now... Elky himself doesn't seem ethically troubled by the fact that they're shorting their job a bit. Mm. Um, he says, what I do find suspicious like is they go back and the bodies is like mostly not there anymore, 
right. And I, I know a thing or two about bodies. I could be a healer. No, I'm not a bloody healer. Sit all down, sit all down. <laughs> do I look like I could be a healer? Do I look like I have to Do you want more? these hands on you? Several so people sit down. That one guy at the back is like... I'm quiet. I'm good. <laughs> you don't get a good class of gentlemen in these bars. <laughs> anyway, I just think that's like suspicious light, and I think somebody <sighs> what knows things about things ought to like look at it like, you know, like, right? <laughs> Do you understand right, right? Yes, yes. Well, Drago, I think you've got a. You've got a sharp mind on you for this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said to people. They say, Elky, use your brain. And I says to myself, I know when I'm using my brain, I can hear it clicking. <laughs> so, here's what you need to do. You need to finish your drink, maybe have another one. Uh, I like where this plan's going. <laughs> finish your day's work by going up into the grey and back again. And I'll have a look into uh, this alley for you. And tell you if it's up on the up and up or not. Yeah, sounds good. But I'll be a bit careful, eh? It's, it's fine when they dump the bodies, but I don't know. I just personally feel bad about a place where you leave a bunch of bodies and when you come back they're not there anymore and there isn't like a nice friendly chap in a robe who takes them away. That troubles me, ethically. Hey, hey, I could see how it would. Well, i better get going and looking into this, uh, this alley business. I throw some silver on the table. Yep. You make sure to have a good drink before you get back to work. Oh, blimey. Hey, bartender, bring me a cat's piss. <laughs> oh, I'm no. moving up in the world. <laughs> I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, that, that, that's I've from, been working hard. That, that's alcohol from named vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he tells you that Racker's Alley is around the old Fort Corvosa walls, somewhere around here-ish. Okay. Uh, right, so... I that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so the next time we meet up, I uh, bring this up to people. I would imagine that for a plot of like that, you yeah. gather us together, style of thing. I yeah. activate the parties. Yeah. I activate the party signal. Yeah, yeah he avenges the symbol. You try and leave the bar, but you're not allowed to because you must assemble your party before venturing forth. You can't click on Racker's Alley until yeah. you've got them all. Wow. I leave uh, out the window. Jack Ross. <laughs> Gather the rest of the group, will ya? <laughs> Jack's like, why am I sitting in this alley outside this <laughs> uh, So, um, when we after we do this plot hook, I want to ask you to help me track down Tia, Toro's brother Ryan and see if he's okay and stuff. Ruan. Ruan. R U A N. R U A N. I um, it didn't sound urgent, so I figured uh, I wasn't running it down right then. But they do actually have a last name if you desperately desire it as well. Yep. Uh, it is Mirukova. Mirukova. A very, um, a very Parisian name, if anyone wants one. But, um, I think we'll do, we'll do this actual plot hook and then <laughs> I'll run, work with Flora and investigate the other thing. Okay, mm. so yes, Avengers Assemble. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it is also <laughs> obvious from general living in the city, the number of carts of the dead moving through the city 
have gone up exponentially. There's yeah. Like, yeah. Ten, ten times as many. That's not surprising. Mm. So we want when told about this. But you know it's going to be bad if Elki Baldrago thinks it's too dodgy a place to dump bodies. This is a man who just randomly gave them to Rolf because he was wearing a pretty robe. But, yeah, but um, he looked official. Yeah, but... He is the smarter one of the, of the family. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, everyone who wants to know stuff about Rackazel even give me a switch streetwise check. What's the general information on it? Uh, Jack, you can add five to this. It's a dodgy criminal shithole. Yay! Nineteen. Seven. I rolled two. Twenty-two. Eighteen. You've never been there? It's it's the kind of place you wouldn't go, period. Twenty-seven. Ooh, very nice. She knows the dodgy places. (laughs) I rolled well, and I have my special criminal Oh, you mean Crime Alley? (laughs) (laughs) Jack, Racker's Alley is... Bad news. Continuity in a different place on the map to where the uh, scriptor says it is. Just loading up the text file. (laughs) So far, we've only got polygons. Uh, They haven't been rendered into details yet. World is that in North Point? (laughs) (laughs) This is North Point. Rakazelli on the map is up here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say it's an old Corvosa. Yeah. That yeah. makes more sense. Um, I see you're wearing the t-shirt okay. of my ancient enemy. You got a problem with Squirtle? Yeah, it's not Charmander. Damn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, Rakazelli, uh, with its strange shape and shadowy corners, has long been a site of illicit exchanges, quiet murders, and yeah. criminal business near the edges of old Corvosa. Uh, it is in it is constantly hidden from sunlight by the looming buildings around and the shingles and the big nearby wall of old Fort Corvosa. Um, it's actually reasonably close to Palos Arcona as far as such things go, in that you could reach it within twenty minutes of walking there, not the two are literally touching each other. Yeah, I was gonna say Palos Arcona probably doesn't want to be too <laughs> They're just throwing the corpses <laughs> out the window. It's, it's all good. Um, it's a bad look. <laughs> so this is basically a dodgy criminal back end deal. The sort of place where you could go for it where you would go to do a handoff or a job where um but it would have to be the sort of job where neither of you trusted the other and both of you were expecting you might need to dump a body in an alley and that kind of thing. Jack has probably not spent a lot of time there. But no, it's, it's more, more something I'm aware of to stay away from. Uh, there is a man who lives there, there who goes by the name of Giatori. There are actually several people that live there in businesses and that sort of thing, but prominently is Giatori's Toys... Uh, Giatori, to anyone who hits a 20 on the streetwise, they know who he is. He is a toy maker. Um, and is re- In fact, anyone at 15 knows there's a toy maker named Giatori up there. Uh, anyone at 20 knows he's supposed to be absolutely as mad as a fucking hatter. Well, he wouldn't have to be living there. Um, <coughs> that the only <coughs> thing he produces is a doll called Blinksy, which is supposed to be quite disturbing and the sort of thing you buy for your child because you can't afford anything better. Yeah. But it stares at your child when they sleep. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, it's, it's is no blinksy because the doll never blinks. Right. It yeah. stares at you with its with its, so its very large, very very uh, lifelike looking, remarkably lifelike looking eyes. Yeah. Is no blinksy. It is a popular, a reasonably popular doll amongst the poor because he sells them almost pretty much at cost. Yeah. Um, and Jack, you know that one of the reasons that Chiatori can afford to run his business like this is because he has a somewhat infamous reputation as a thief uh, and a fence and a bunch of other things. Uh, back in the day, he was actually quite the th- quite the thief in the you know cat burgling adventuring type thieving role. Um, who retired from that? Um, he was supposed to uh, actually. So the story goes, um, he went off to Castle Scarwall to investigate it, um, to steal its treasures and blah, blah, blah. Never got there, came back telling of how he'd been abducted into a land of strange mists and ravens and things, and came back with the idea for this doll, Is No Blinksy. Oh, oh no. What? And then built the doll. <laughs> Ravenloft. Breaking <laughs> Ravenloft. Is no Blinsky. Is no fan. And and retired from toy making and created Is no Blinksy. Is no fan. Is no Blinksy. Is no fan. I've been saying that for like a minute. I've been say it out loud. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm clearly missing a reference here. Yeah, same. clearly. <laughs> <coughs> so Giatori is a reasonably switched on and bright thief who also happens to be as fucking bad as a hatter yeah <coughs> and well there is no apparent relation between the two of them he is merely the most prominent guy in, in, um, in Ravenloft in Racker's <laughs> Alley yeah and probably has ideas and thoughts and it's, so if some obvious operation is taking place he probably knows about it so um Jack will, I think, um, relay this to you guys. Um, instead of going into great detail about his career as a prominent thief, she will just, you know, maybe once upon a time he used to, uh, he used to move merchandise about style of thing. Um, so <coughs> I, I haven't, uh, I haven't met him myself, but I think he's probably the one to, um, Ask and see if he's noticed anything about uh, who's been nicking off with the corpses. I mean, I was thinking we could hide out on the rooftops and watch to see, but it might well be safer to just ask him. Only thing is, I might get more from him if I don't go in with people who, you know, have wear breastplates with big old holy symbols. Also, if you walk down Rakazali in that outfit, it's going to be the quietest day Rakazali ever had. What's wrong with my armor? <laughs> In all fairness, there's probably not a lot of people in there if they're dumping piles of plague victims in there. Sure. It, it kind of says, I'm a holy man who disapproves of thieves. In big, like, neon letters. I? <laughs> it's not the best way to get to talk to you who may have done a little bit of thieving in their time. So maybe just, like, me and maybe Silver and Lucy go yeah. in, and the really holy people, you know, just kind of... Hang back a bit. I think we're being snubbed. Well, that's fine. I can go heal the people in that district. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I might go to some dodgy criminal areas and bring them to the shop. You're not allowed to heal anyone ever again. Where you're nice and safe. 
You don't go wandering into the creek. I don't go into Racker's Alley on a daily basis. You don't go. You're no, all. You're all pretty, and this is not a good time to wander around <laughs> shouting, "I'm a healer, mob me!" <laughs> you're a healer. <laughs> I'm with. If Garen's with me, we can set up a little area, and I can. What about healing of the babies? <laughs> Maybe and like you could do that. In a different bit, like maybe not even in old Corvosa. <laughs> Actually, you can investigate about the body, see if there you can kind of see. Or, and I'm just saying <laughs> this, you two could just stand near the door of, uh, uh, of, to, uh, 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 of this shop until we're done talking to him, and then we can all go look for bodies together. We nobody gets my kosh from behind and stabbed or anything. <laughs> but the last time we tried that, a couple of people decide to wander off to go to murder somebody. It's true. <laughs> All right. And then you intimidated the hell out of me. Well, I mean, I'm not saying if you don't see a bunch of guys, you know, stealing bodies or whatever, you can't run off and chase them. I'm just saying if you don't see, see that, maybe, it, it, maybe just, you know, stay put and try not to get murdered. <laughs> Please. Oh. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I don't tell you how to hit steel with hammers. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm definitely being stopped here. That's right. Very well. Articulate. Okay. So but if you'll get into any trouble, I'll be running in with my hammer. I, I'm glad we. It'd be really nice to have you guys around, just not right there in your shop intimidating. <laughs> if we need any intimidating, Silver can do the less legal kind. <laughs> what do you mean, less legal? Well, what do you think goes on down your dungeon, my man? Silver doesn't intimidate people. Silver doesn't intimidate people. Silver's nice. <laughs> well, I imagine he just says a quiet word with them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's words. The poor thief having to deal with the good characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a good character. Flora is like um, protecting Flora and this adventure is like protecting yeah. the NPC in Oblivion. It's like I'm just going to run into the storm at your neck. Jack, you're you're by a large by a large expulsing that info dump. To yeah. Party, aren't you? Yes, I am. So, Garen, you have this recollection of one of your children. Um, because we've got these canonical, <laughs> these canonical poorly established children. Yeah. Um, you have this recollection of one of your children, you know, realizing that you'd been working too hard for getting their birthday, grabbing the first toy you could get from the shop that was still open, you know, and taking it home and saying that you bought, you bought her this dolly and getting. It's no Blixy! It's no fun! <laughs> and the doll throwing back at you and landing at you and staring up at you with its sightless eyes as your daughter yep. ran screaming out of the room. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is no Blixy, is no fun. Mm-hmm. And Aaron was forced to forge your jeweled dagger to make it's, it all It's better. a reference to something called Is no Blixy, is no fun. <laughs> what? What is it? It's a creepy doll from Ravenloft called Is No Blixie. Yeah. And it has the tagline on it is Is No Blixie, It's No Fun. Okay. Where have you heard of this, Maria? That's camera action. Right. They've run Curse of Stride. That was their first one. Yep. 
And, and like the first the first ever episode, they find a, to- a Blinsky toy, there's, there's no and it, they turn it over and they see that there's, there's no Blinsky, there's no, there's no fun. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so um, Jack is going to take a crew of excessively holy people into and, the, Lucy. and Lucy into the vicinity of Rackazelli um, mm-hmm. and then um, go very quietly go to have a word with um, Giacomi Giatori uh, Giatori, the tour you, maker who you, Who's going with you? Um, the plan was Silver and Lucy okay, as what the, color is good. <laughs> um, nice, nice and discreet Black Like it is Jack will incidentally definitely be wearing her dark, nondescript, skulking clothes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have a preference for night or day, any particular time? I think day has a little less likely to get my um, hapless party members mugged feel. High noon? Yeah, high noon sounds good. <laughs> my preference so. would be to keep Flora on the other side of the city from Rackers Alley, so but high noon my fear is if I don't take her with me, she'll go off and kill people and bits of old are all in her own. So... As you, you guys, you leave these guys like back two streets. Kind yeah. Of thing. Um, as you walk down there, there's high, there's the big high wall looming over this, all these surrounding buildings, throwing this very awkwardly bent alley into into shadow. Um, it is littered with garbage and filth, which is you are pretty much expecting, but it smells in here, and it smells bad. This is not garbage and filth. This is rot and decay. Yeah. And when you go just to the start of the alley, like I assume you're heading for Giatori as opposed to following this smell, um, you find lying on the side of the street, just lying on the side of the alley, just before you get to his shop, there's a corpse. Mm. Jack passes on the other side of the street. It's a, trying, guy, it's, it's a middle-aged guy wearing threadbare, wearing threadbare robes. His face purpling, just lying there stiff. Yeah, Jack passes on the other side of the street, trying not to look directly at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I cover my mouth. I'll give both of your prestidigitation to help Bre- you. Bre- under the nose. Yeah. I think sounds yeah, great. Something that smells a little yeah. bit more pleasant at, than dead corpses. At Giatori <laughs> Toys, it is literally a big glass window out the front labelled Giatori Toys in just very generic brand blue, fro- blue font. Um, the curtains behind the front window have been pulled tight and sitting in the window are four or five of the... Uh, be sorry uh, sitting in the window there are a couple of shelves up here that seem to be entirely empty they look like they've got spaces for dolls to sit and look out at the passerbys but they're simply empty when you look in the window there are a bunch of the is no blinksy dolls they're like raggedy ann type things but with big real looking glass eyes and there are three of them sitting at a table to dinner and the heads are all turned, so they're looking out the front window at anyone who's looking in at them. And then in the back, of, in the back of this little domestic scene of them sitting at dinner, he's got like some nicely, what looks like a stuffed piece of toy bread sitting at the table. And in the background of this, towards the back, is one of the is no blinksies lying there, head also turned to the window, lying dead in a in a dead pose. 
and it looks like red splotches have been drawn all over her arms with a marker pen. Ooh. So it's this charming domestic scene of mum is no Blinksy and dad is no Blinksy. They're all the same doll, but yeah. mum is no Blinksy, dad is no Blinksy, you know, child is no Blinksy, and dead child of Bloodvale in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And they're all staring straight out the window. This, you this can't see like into the shop. This feels like a YouTube video for, for Newgrounds or something. And there is a sign hanging on the front that says closed. You know, the bigger kids used to swipe toys for the little kitties. Where I was growing up, they would never, they would never steal one of these. They wouldn't even bring it home if they found it lying on the street. These things are nasty. Yeah. All right. No wonder he used to sell them at cost to get rid of them. I think the question is why he makes them in the first place. Mm. Compulsion. Mm. And Jack will knock on the door. Knock, 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 knock. Knock three times. There is no response to this. Alright. Jack will eye the um eye the door up and down and um also the windows, neighbouring buildings. Jack will case this building. How could she get in? By all means, give me a larceny check. Oh, they're going yeah, to rape we're, them off. We're just going to break they're... the adventure up to play Curse of Stride midway through. Uh, I don't want to play the opportunity to break them off. I can quit the lock or I could try and go in um, hey. by another <laughs> room. So I'm just looking for what the best you look, way. You look at the door. Um, Giatori actually has a surprisingly good lock for I, I sort of like the it. relative value of this toy store. Yeah. As if you know, he might be keeping stolen property and all this kind yeah. of guff inside. Um... What is your last knee? Uh, my my last knee skill is ten. Yeah. Okay. So the lock does not look undoable to you, but it does look difficult. Yeah. Um. It's another words, roll high. But there may be another. Uh, there are. So let me find my little thing. Yeah. Silver, you can cast message, right? Yeah. Cool. I believe so. I'll have a look. Because um, the theory is, if we need Flora and Garin in a hurry, you're in there. charge of the sending a message to say, "Come, come in at speed." There is. I the need to see them though. It's not a line of sight spell, is it? I believe it is. No. 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 Well, I can send Korth. Uh, there is a. There is the big glass window at the front, which doesn't look like th- there's no access point, but there's nothing stopping you going through it. Yeah. Um, and the other one would be the other entrance would be around the side um, which is probably the easier one back doors and back windows and that sort of thing but that's around where that smell is coming from yikes so constitution roll or break in uh, can I get a will save for everyone here oh, um, okay. versus fear oh. 19, 8, 9. Okay. So, Jack, you can hear this in the air, the humming of flies, which probably related to the smell. Um, Silver and Lucy, you also hear this, but don't necessarily come to the association of it's a humming of flies. And you're sitting out there in front of the shop. Is no blinksies are looking at you? There is this noise in the air. This whole fucking alley is... It's 
just creepy. Yeah. It's haunted. <laughs> of course it's, it is. it's freaking you out. You are shaken while you are doing this. Just okay. minus, minus two of your d20s. Yeah, okay. It, it, yes, I know. If we brought a paladin, we'd have a bonus to our fear <laughs> But then it would be awkward given that what I'm about to do is break. Well, you'll the actually game. get one in retrospect yeah. because this is not an it's not an event being caused by something. It's yeah. not as if there's no Blixie is casting fear on you as yeah. far as you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing. I can I can from I can quickly <laughs> do and um, inspire courage if that'll help. It won't get rid of fear. It does. Uh, it, it does actually provide morale bonuses yeah. versus fear. Plus two. Yeah, but also involves singing out loud. Yeah, which might which be more not necessarily conducive yeah. to yeah. breaking in. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. I think I can probably get yeah, it. Very explicitly provides morale for the suggestion. Mm. That's why I mentioned it. I can probably get us through this door. He bought the best, that's what you'd expect as a pro. Um, or we can go around the back alley, but I don't want us to catch any. I, I, I think it might be better to try with the front because I think that, that there's going to be corpses with blood valves out there and they're not going to be the fresh kind of corpses it already smells pretty bad out here alright so I know you two haven't got a lot of experience but what you're on lookout which means you just keep a watch and give me a whistle if anyone's coming because sure. this okay. is this this is a prologue this is not going to be super super quick but I can have the picks back in my pocket to be whistling a little tune as soon as I hear that whistle yeah Jed gives this tune very fast as though she's taught people how to do precisely this a whole bunch of times. <laughs> that is a 17. If I fail this once, can I try again? Or? Yes. Okay. This is picking the lock, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's nothing preventing you from doing so. Yeah. Um, what is of import here is that it will take you time to do so. Yeah. Which means if you're about to be ambushed by something, it's going to happen while you're whittling around with your fingers in the lock. Yeah. But at this point, having failed, your next option is to take 20. Uh, yep. If I can take 20, I'm happy to take 20. That will give me a 30. Yes, which is exactly what you need to open this lock. Oh, yeah. Hence wow. I said it is possible. You think it is possible for you to do this. Yes. Yeah. So you spend the next next 20 <coughs> minutes? Uh, no, no, it's not actually remotely like that. It's a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. But it means you're running the risk of, you know, walking corpses or blah, 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 blah. Uh, and in fact, while Jack is doing this, can the other two of you give me spot perception checks? Oh man, rolling's hard. Remember that you're um, remembering that you're shaken. Perception? Okay. Yep. So that's sixteen. Did you uh, put the minus two on? Yeah, just, I rolled an eighteen. Just ten. Sixteen. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> <laughs> two perception. So no, so that's twelve. Sixteen. Uh, best lookouts ever. <laughs> point, can you can you both give me a knowledge nature check? Oh, oh shit! I don't have any. Oh, natural one. <laughs> I did. Um, um, come on, Lucy, bring two. that untrained no. shit. <laughs> two. Because you get minus five for this, right? Yeah. Oh, no, plus, you, pl- plus your two, int. So What's your int? Um, my int is plus one. So, so it's a um, minus four. So yeah. eight. It's just eight. It's more than my two. <laughs> Yes, untrainable. Yeah, but Silver's so. untrained as well. Oh, no, three. Well, you are trained. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So if you had a crit fumbled, that would be really helpful. So we've got like eight and five, respectively. Yeah. Okay. 
So, the two of you are watching, you're hearing this bzzz noise, the eyes of his Isnoblinksy is staring well, at we're you. We're not looking at the no blinksies because they're in the mirror. You're yeah, asking, you've turned your back on Isnoblinksy? No, no, just no, 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 I'm, I'm just like watching them because... Like, it's kind of mesmerizing. You look that way and I'll look that way and we have one eye on the, the Blinksies and one eye in that direction. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of looking at Blinksies because they're kind of weirdly mesmerizing in a creepy way. <laughs> and Silver's looking elsewhere are. pointedly around the rest of the alley. <laughs> Again, there is something wrong with this alley. You can hear rustling noises in the eaves above you. Sort of this shh. I think Silver's looking at every Quietly under the flies. Um, you can hear skittering at foot level. <laughs> and that one you can definitely identify rats. Okay. There are lots of rats in this alley, little holes and walls and things. And they're not watching you precisely, but they are, um, obviously, your presence here disturbs them. Mm. They are waiting on you. Oh. That's uneasy. Okay, check. Are you done? <laughs> that is. You pick up nothing from the knowledge nature check. Yeah. Click. The lock opens. Now let's just go in real quiet and gentle like because we don't want uh, we don't want the old man to freak out. Yeah. Can do. And you know. He may be a smidgen freaked out already because he's got the window display of doom. <laughs> he's not as freaked out as we are. Yeah, but let's just get inside out of his creepy-ass alley and into his creepy-ass shop. Mm-hmm. So we go in very slowly and quietly. Yep. yep. In, a, in, a, in a... We're totally not burning your shop. We're just mm-hmm. coming in like little mouse patrons. Uh, can you get, in fact, give me a stealth check? I knew that was going to come uh, up. Would Are you, you doing hush? Or yeah, I'm oh, more than okay. happy to. Yeah, do it, please. Well, mine's too good, but I would just... Alrighty, so, um, that is, um, 24. Okay. So, you creep quietly in, and there is no light of any kind in here. Um, no lanterns lit. The place outside is explicitly quite dim and shadowed, so... You gotta bring your own light to this puppy. Okay, did somebody have a hooded lantern? I do. I've light, I think. I'm looking for something a bit more controlled if anybody's got one. Nope, I don't have a lantern. But is it something cheap that we can just produce? Oh, that's a good idea. Yes, it certainly Uh, is. Yeah. Um, Okay, I will use my preparation sloth on a hooded lantern. Laura does have a hooded lantern. But um, I can't have known that I was going to yeah. need one and ask. Uh, yeah, it's, one it's not inherently obvious that there would be no light in here because Giacomo, yeah. Giacomo, uh, um, Giatori is a, you know, just a normal human being. You would assume he would have lanterns and lights in there. No, On the other hand, as human being. Well, <laughs> and he was high moon. Yeah, as far as you know. On the other hand, we do have the information that this is a creepy-ass alley of death that means us ill. We could call in as we, we could call in Garen and Flora before we go too much further. Well, they won't be quiet, though. No, yeah. but, you know, and then we'd have to leave them in the creepy alley, standing about as, as no. This is probably better. No, that's cool. We yeah. just keep going. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, I have a, I have a hooded lantern. Yeah, I'll hold your hand if you need me to. Uh, can you afford a hooded lantern with your preparations? Ah, that's a good question. Seven gold. 
Seven gold. One preparation slot up to ten GP. Up to ten? Yep, no problem. Okay, so you produce your hooded lantern that you fortuitously yeah. bought, possibly yeah. expecting this outcome. Yeah. And as you just crank it slightly, the first thing you see is... There's no blinksy. There's no is hanging from the doorway by a rope tied around its ankles, upside down, staring. Jack, fortunately, it's designed at head height for humans, so you go under it. Uh, Silver probably is the next one through the door. You get staring at you in the lamp. Silver's paralyzed. He doesn't know whether he should push it aside or what. Uh, So, um, (laughs) Hush involves making instructions. Duck as you come through the door. Watch out for the creepy doll. Uh, it is disturbingly dark in here. There are lantern. There are um, lanterns on tables that should illumine this room, but they're all out, and there are thick, heavy curtains that have been deliberately shut behind the front window, so no light is coming in from the noonlight outside. You've now just got maybe that tiny sliver of door, but I imagine you probably shut that, given you're sneaking yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and you. Bend the lantern around and Silver's holding on to, to Lucy Tiger no now. Probably is no Blixie. Is no Blixie. <laughs> is no Blixie. This room is full of them. There must be two dozen of them in here. And they're all scented. Like they're all on shelves around the room. All looking into the centre of the room where you're crossing through. And there are three more of them sitting on the front desk that has an old sort of cash box thing sitting on it and not not a modern cash register obviously just like a metal tin box for cash and there's a blinksy sitting next to it with one hand on it and then two more sitting there and they're all looking at the front door I don't know why he bothered with the lock I wouldn't burgle this place if it had solid gold vaults <laughs> are you sure that he's not looking through these doors I'm not sure of anything except I don't want to be here <laughs> You know what you're doing, please. And the one thing your lantern light does pick up is you do not see anything that suggests movement in this room. Nothing is moving in here. Um, but on the desk behind, on the front desk behind the blinksies, there's a nice glint of a big pile of, well, actually, two big piles of silver pieces back there. Creepy, creepy, creepy. You're, you're yeah. looking around the room. I'm looking around the room, but I'm not looking for um, Jatori's money or um, yep. uh, I'm looking for where Jatori is. Yep. The goal here is to track yeah. down the old man. You do not need to make a search check. Um, I do, you know, briefly eye the big pile of silver pieces because I am me, but I don't show any interest in them beyond that. You do not need to make a search check. When you go around the back of that front desk, there's a body lying there. Oh. Is it Jatori? It is. Okay. Uh, he is very dead. Um, there is a human man lying there. Uh, he is staring up with wide open eyes, um, clutching at the head of a Blinksy. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no oh blinksy. Like one that's like him. one that's under construction, perhaps, or maybe one he's ripped the head off. But there's no body there for it, and he is lying there, eyes staring wide to the ceiling, and very obviously dead. Okay, is he dead from blinksy, or is he dead from the fight from the plague? Do you want to um, examine his body? I think at this sure. point we want to call in Flora. 
Okay. Can yeah. I send a message to Flora to get sure. here? Yep. You hear the whisper in your ear. Get Garin. Yep. And yep. we will go. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I will gently a... escort, gently and quietly escort them into the shop, providing yep. r- them from the doorway I, I the benefits will... of my hush. Okay. Um, cast. If you tell me he's dead, I will cast light. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I would have already cast. Light. I'm actually going to call for another stealth check here because your circumstances have changed. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So that's a much nicer number to. Um, now you're a minus five, aren't you? Five minus six. Yeah, so that's a straight minus ten. Yep. So that's thirty-two minus ten is a twenty-two. Okay. To cover anyway. Again, there is no reaction to what you are doing. Here. Yeah. The blinksies do not move or blink. But um, <laughs> Flora, <laughs> d- and additionally, Flora uses a bit more light because she's going to bring out an actual light spell in here, yep. so that she yeah. can see what she. Because you know, a bit difficult to have. You know, she is only human, but difficult to have. Examine a corpse. If it yeah. helps, I would have already have cast light. Well, so um, the point is, someone cast light. Yeah, yeah I'll cast well, it. I, it is a cantrip, but I can cast it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you've got it. healing spells that can be used as an alternative, so I'll yeah. use mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, any, actually, all of us can cast light. And the room illuminates up a bit, reflecting oddly in the glass eyes of his glimpses. Yeah. These things are terrible. <laughs> I've, cast like it, I've cast it on my spear. So my spear is lit up. Okay, so examine the body. Yep. So I will take search or heal. A heal check. And can I do a search check yes. as well? I was about to call for you to do exactly that. Uh, that's a thirteen on him. Because it's basically like it's more Flora's looking at the body and you're looking around for like hidden knives under the mantle and that's yeah. Sort of thing. So I'll, I'll search too. Um, search fourteen for search. What did you get? Do you have from the religion? Yes, I do. Take it. That is nine. Okay. We're inside the store toy store. We're inside the Ravenloft toy store. Ravenloft toy store. That's what I have down in my notes. Religion, that would be an eight. Oh, and Flora, you need to roll a fair check here as well. Oh, yeah. But you get a bonus from me. Yes! And plus 40 a will because Garen is standing there. And dear lord, you need it. 12. Altogether? Yeah. yeah. With Garen to bolster your courage, you do not feel intimidated by is no blinksies. <laughs> Even the 12 of them that are staring at you unblinkingly. Wow. So Silver got based on the search check with the 14. Okay. So Jack and Silver. Uh, oh, DC 14 search check. Oh, nice. Well done. I got a 12, so that was good effort. Good effort, Silver. Well done. Sweet. Okay. Uh, Silver, you can pretty quickly turn up the cash box is empty yeah. when you look into it. Um, you can pretty easily turn up the uh, hidden cash box behind the counter um, that is a rusty, pretty pathetically jingling thing that when you open it up has brace yourselves for two gold, eight silver pieces and 22 copper and somebody's tooth with a silver cap in it. Wow. Yeah. You can write it down if you want to. No, that's quite alright. Um, Jack, can you give me a streetwise check? Uh, that would be an 11. Okay. That's all good. Uh, and. I may be being slightly put off by the um, fact yeah. that this place is a chamber of fucking horrors. Uh, and. 
searching around, the only other things you find of note is um, when Flora examines Giatori's body, there's a slight clink, and she moves stuff out of his pocket to get out of the way. He has a ring of keys in there. Yeah. Um, Jack will yoink those. <laughs> and for a guy who has, like, two gold locked away in this little lockbox, and again, this, this has got a pretty... Che- it is locked. Mm. It's got a pretty cheap lock on it, Jack. You can pop it with ease to see what's in there, and then relock it again if you're so inclined. Mm. Um, he's got these this pile of silver coins sitting round, and when Jack and Silver look at it, you yeah... Like, he's got two gold securely locked up, but then he's got... More gold than he's got locked up because a uh, hundred silver coins is uh, ten, ten gold. gold. So he's got more just sitting out openly than he's got locked up, and he's got but a pile of fifty and a pile of fifty, and there's scales there and a magnifying glass and a note that says money doesn't just turn up, quote unquote. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, that's that's what you take away from it. Uh, Flora, when you look at him, good news, he did not die of the blood veil. Bad news, he was murdered. Yep. Um, there are puncher holes around his throat. Yep. That look, make it look like somebody has stabbed something pointy in repeatedly. <laughs> he has bled out fairly quickly from them, you would say, and the blood has soaked into the floor and disappeared. Could, like, if, if, there, if there was, say, like, a bunch of dolls that had tiny knives, could the dolls have done this? With knives, sure. Yeah. Uh, the dolls have no obvious sharp bits or, or teeth or anything. Yeah, that's probably because they're hiding the knives now that we've come into the store waiting for us to sit there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, cer- certainly. Certainly so. One fear. Those sticks. No, I don't say that out loud. Do they actually but look Jack like weapons? But Jack is clearly eyeing the blixies. <laughs> do they look like weapons? Oh, my God. Or do they look like bite wounds, I think, is what yeah. we're uh, What was your, your heal check? 18. Okay. Uh, probably more towards bite. They're slightly raggedy. Stroud came here and killed him. Yeah, then, can we get away lots, from the Raven There's lots of them. Either somebody has punched the same tool in repeatedly, or, or somebody's bitten him repeatedly, or lots rats. of things have bitten him rats. around the throat. Rats. I don't think rats would bite a still living man. Oh, you Not would. if they weren't controlled. Yeah, and this, this, is what again, killed, this is what killed him. He was alive, yeah. things bit him, yeah. he died. If yeah. rats were just attacking him, they would have gone on to eat the body. Yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't just have bitten but him on the neck. But if controlled, then yeah. they would have been told to bite just the neck. There's a lot and of there's, things. There's no other signs could have been rats, of disturbance or anything like from his body. Other than obviously the massive blood loss yeah, associated yeah. with punching repeated holes in his, in his Besides, it's definitely not a vampire. So this um this thing vampire with the piles of money, blood. do we think, like, is there an actual note that says money doesn't just turn up? Yes. Huh. There's a note sitting next to it, just a scrawled piece of note paper that says money doesn't just, quote unquote, turn up. Huh. Uh, and can you give me a... I'd have to take streetwise here, probably. Um, Last name? Uh, uh, linguistics, actually. would be the Linguistics would be an easier one. Streetwise would be a hard one. Do you want oh, me okay. to do linguistics? I would love you to do linguistics. Linguistics oh, is the forgery and decipher scripty skill. Oh, I've got natural 20. 26. <laughs> 26 on linguistics. I got an... Um, 
I got a 12 on Streetwise. Okay, so Jack, you have no idea whether this is Giatori's handwriting or not. Yeah. Silver, you also don't know because you don't know personally what his handwriting looks like. Actually, however, um, it looks to you like the sort of writing that would belong to an old man of about his age. You know, it's very slightly wavery, (laughs) well-penned, someone reasonably educated and clever. And in fact, when you go hunting around, you can find a couple of scraps of other note paper and things receipts like that, that receipts stuff. and that. You know, he sold twelve Isno Blinksies to the orphanage, etc., mm. etc. Et uh, at remarkably low cost. Co- as if being an orphan corvosa wasn't hard enough. <laughs> um, this is definitely in, in Giatori's handwriting. He's written this note. Money okay. doesn't just turn up. Okay. Hmm. Two piles of fifty coins, a magnifying glass, scales, that sort of thing. It's stuff to. Examine, weigh money, test it. That's yeah, how many plinkses are there in this room? Uh, there are four in the window, uh, on the other side of the heavy curtain, and there are three, four. There are ten in this room, so fourteen total. And you know, it, it, I'm reminded that there was a uh, article in the Chimera about rat creatures being seen in the sewers. The size of men, they said. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so here's what I got. This money was left for Giatori for him to not look at anything and see, for him to discover a sudden mysterious case of deafness and not notice anything that might be going on in his alley. He's a smart guy. He would have not. He would have paid attention to what was going on. So somebody broke into his shop and left this big pile of money. Well, big, big relative to people around here right. to say don't pay any attention to stuff. What's going on? But he didn't trust it, right? Who get breaks into your shop and leaves you a big pile of money? Got to be someone up to no good. Bye. So he kept poking around. He tests the money to see if it's any good. He looks in the wrong place. He doesn't. He doesn't go mysteriously deaf. He asks too many questions, and then we get to your bit. And then the rat men get him. That's and the rat men have got to be the one. And that's the rat men. Maybe there's an entrance to the sewers somewhere around the back out there where it's all creepy and smells bad, and there's lots of rats. And that's where the corpses are going. The rat men are dragging them into the sewers to eat. Yuck. It all kind of fits together. But the rat men, either the rat men are clever enough to break into somebody's shop and have money, or somebody's working with the rat men and to let them into the shop, like. I'm just wondering why they left the body. That's a good question. You don't think they're still around, do you? There's lots of rats out on that street, Silver and Lucy saw them. I heard my life. <laughs> um, and it is approaching 10.30, so yeah. much yeah. as nice I enjoy to point it on. your deduction. Uh, can everybody give me a quick perception check? Who's <laughs> got a 15? <laughs> 22. 9. 6. <laughs> 11. Like Jack sings everything. One. <laughs> I'm really having a good um a good this book here runs into What was the good what was the good one there? Twenty two. Okay, so Jack, you actually hear um slightly toneless singing mm. coming from outside the shop. Um just this uh, just this vague voice tonelessly in the background. Voices do, Nan all will rot. Curse of the throne is all we've got. 
Into the pile you must go. Thud! Something that sounds like a body hitting the floor. And the voice stops, and that is where we will cut out. Oh, <laughs> creepy. Oh, Corvosa, why are you so creepy? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not because old of Corvosa, it's, 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 it's the raven laugh. It's me, I am so glad Garen reads the newspaper. <laughs> Well, we read it too. Yeah, that was. It was <laughs> not necessarily it was, something yeah, that we've got to interview. It's with. just the fact that I, as a player, remember it. I just needed a way for Garn to think of it. Yeah. And the newspaper is a great way to say, "Hey, I know something," despite my low wisdom score. That's, that's <laughs> what the papers are there for. Yeah. They're, they're plot seeding in the form of things, the information the characters would have at their disposal. Yeah. Those doors are so creepy. Yeah. I'm going to find a picture of Isno Blinksy and post it to Discord. Oh, yes, please. Oh, no. You know what this is reminding me of? Remember the dolls on the... Remember the yeah. creepy little dolls on the... Um, the Soulbound dolls from Lost and Forgotten. Yes. Uh, where they just laugh. <laughs> Uh, one thing Flora would like to do is open the curtains in here to let light in. Well, let's worry about that next, next time. Session. Yeah, because yeah. we may also want to go out to engage with that um, <laughs> creepy corpse throwing guy with the Pied Piper. Oh, you're assuming there's still someone out there to talk to, <laughs> but it wasn't his body hitting the floor. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to go and look outside and see what's what. Right. And that is where we'll leave it be. What sinister mystery is behind Giantori's death? Did he merely fall down and stab himself repeatedly with a dagger? Or is no Blinksy? Dun dun dun! <laughs>